Welcome to our third attempt at attempting to record our first episode of our podcast. This is Reality Rewatch, where we rewatch past seasons of our favorite reality shows, things that hold that heartwarming, trashy place. <laughs> and for our first episode, I felt like it was important that we went with something that's been in my heart, especially COVID, during COVID, something that's helped me through. It's an independently owned, black owned, mind you, black owned and black operated. Uh, you know what? And it's kind of equality too, let's be honest. But black owned and black operated reality show called Chasing Atlanta from the Chasing Reality Network. We got to give the niggas a round of applause. Yes, I appreciate. They they out here trying to actually do some things that are uplifting and things in the realm of trash. This shit ain't uplifting. I said in the realm of trash. It ain't. You know, the shit they doing on Zeus now. <laughs> let, let us live. We got yeah. It's, well, I mean, it is kind of Bad Girls Club the conversation, but this is Javon's first experience with chasing Atlanta, so it yes. it's been a very interesting journey for her. It has so been, I think I don't be- know these people, and I'm three years behind in what they're doing in their real life, so to me, a lot of them are trash, but... <laughs> I mean, you know, you she hasn't quite seen is there really any growth? She hasn't seen quite the seen the growth. Although I'm halfway through season three, and one of them is getting on my goddamn nerves so bad. I don't. Oof. Is Oliver? Kendra. Oh, Kendra. Yeah, Kendra too. Kendra getting on my nerves too. I, but I, that's just her. Actually, we got to be careful because like that bitch will pull up. No, Kendra she, is a pull up. The thing is, it's like I get why she upset. She just be doing a lot. Like I understand because the same shit that she's pissed about, right. the same shit I will be pissed about. She just be doing a lot. So it's just like, all right, girl. You can't get nothing done if you can't if you're not gonna stop hollering. Like you gotta quit hollering. If you're not using your words, you're just using your base. But you know, in order for us to get to season three, we have to get you all through oh, yeah, these first two seasons. So we're trying to cram a lot in this first episode. Um, season one, we're just gonna kind of go over main plot points. One didn't really do nothing. Season one was like, I keep saying, season one was the, uh, the appetizer, you know? I mean, not even like a really full appetizer. It was more just like it was some, a rice cake. like a stuffed mushroom. It was a rice cake. It was a rice cake held by a white woman <laughs> in the midst of a party who walked past and you were just lucky to grab one. Exactly. It was just like, like a morsel. This didn't do anything for me and I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> Well, I don't know. It got me hooked. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Let's see. See, the thing is, it's like the show itself didn't get me hooked. I didn't care. After I finished season one, I did not care about this show. I was like, what are these people doing? Like, and it was oh, yeah. a couple that I was like, hmm, wonder what I mean... they gonna do next. But I literally did not care about this show. Like, if this show would have had, wouldn't have had Devon. I don't think I would have cared. <laughs> I don't think I would have cared. Devon, Devon was the firecracker that was needed. Mm-hmm. So 
And we'll get into that. So like I said, these are going to be very quick, very quick plot points so we can get right into season two, just kind of get you all lubed up before we put the head in, right? So our season one cast is... (laughs) I mean, you know. Um, Our season one cast starts with Sky, who is Nico. Just Nico from Little Women Atlanta. Uh, he is his producer. Then we also have Cameron, who's a designer who just moved to Atlanta from Chicago. Lyric, who is a choreographer and singer. Akeem, who I we believe. That first song they played, I actually liked. His shit was like, his shit gigs. Like, like Lyric is really talented. Mm-hmm. Like, he's cute and talented. Um, then we also have Akeem, who is an actor. Uh, slightly fun fact, and I forgot they mentioned it in the show. Akeem and Lyric were on some like black gay web series together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akeem, I guess, is also also does real estate. He mentioned a quick line about that at some point. Then we got Devon, who is trying to create a promotional <laughs> a um, promotional twerk team. <laughs> And catering this, company. The promotional twerk team. It's like, girl, what is y'all about to do? Is this twerkagram? It's genius. But what is happening? <laughs> I mean, I guess I like. Are y'all like doing twerk I'll watches? give it to Is this the, P Valley? What we doing? Like, I'm confused. I just. I mean, I seriously though, idea. like. I never got the idea. I'll that. give it to you for like grasping hold of something that is a big cultural phenomenon right now. Like ass shaking has always been around. Like, let me get right. a when I tell you I'll be so lit. Like, <laughs> it's just, I mean, I guess, it, I guess that really is just a very Atlanta business. You know what I mean? Like, Atlanta, Miami business. That's so, for me Southern being up north, business. I'm like, what? You know what, though? Working at the funeral. Like, I don't, okay, girl. <laughs> No shade. That's how I want to go. Like, get me a Devon stripogram. Like, give me the twerkogram, bitch. I'll be saying, had that nigga catered to. We put in the words of Lauren, we put niggas to work this season. Look, I want you to come and cater my function, but when I pass out the invitations, everybody getting the twerkogram. <laughs> I need mm-hmm. y'all to ask why y'all let niggas know the function is about to happen. That's it. We said we're gonna send you up to the Holy Spirit the with vision. nothing but good vibes. Look, uh, I, I, I twerked in my life. I want to go out twerking too. <laughs> Look, we about to right. have twerk happening. <laughs> I'm here for the vision. So lastly, to, <laughs> so lastly to round out the cast, we have uh, Jalen, who now identifies as being Lauren. So we will be referring to her as Lauren. But in case you were wondering who is who and why and why, that is what it is. Uh, Lauren is the creator of the three-part sewing, which I didn't know was a thing. And on our first attempt, Siobhan, and very nice. Because Lauren now <laughs> is selling e Alleged. How to su- Alleged. Sure. And Allegedly. get this, though. Allegedly. I actually have... I actually have the book. Like I actually have book. the book. You bought the scammer. I got the book. Yeah, I have bought it. So I was scammers that be Simone manifest your life bullshit that she had going on where she copied and paste from other bitches. 
it it's bad? not that bad. Okay. But it is definitely some nigga literature, you know? <laughs> it definitely is. But <laughs> kinda. It's like a it's it's an organized iOS press release. Like it's very organized and it has a lot of information in it. It does. It, I don't think ebooks are a scam. I don't. I think there's a lot of great ebooks out there. And I think you could sell an ebook and not be a scammer. This right. just seems very scamish. Um, it's what, oh, what happened to the hair that you wasn't sending people, or that was melting when you tried to color it, or that because remember, I didn't know these people. I didn't watch the show. Right. And I, you actually had you came across the hair before anything. Exactly. I only knew Jalen Jalen Aaron because of the hair, because I knew a couple people who had bought the hair, and every one of them had terrible experiences with it. So I'm like, what is this AliExpress bullshit that he's trying to sell? You know. <laughs> I mean, maybe he ain't a scammer. I don't know what he doing in his life. I don't well, know what she do or whatever else. I don't know. I'm allegedly. I'm just she, what the girls are saying. He said she got a bad batch of hair, you know. Sometimes it happens. It Sometimes does. it happens. I've gotten a bad batch of hair. I know. I sell hair. I get it. Sometimes mm-hmm. your shit don't be, you know, you don't think you don't did your instructions and shit. Shit don't be right. I get right. It. I've gotten bad hair myself. I have had a bad batch come in, but the thing is, I checked my shit. That's what I was thinking too. But we'll we'll get into that because that yeah. that falls more into um that's definitely more important to the season two narrative. No, it definitely is. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, because it they kind of bring it up in one, but it's more two. We can talk about catfish. Hey, Gar- and Gar- Gar- Okay. So the first the first main point we need to get to is really the, the kickback that leads into catfish. So we get to the kickback at the hotel. There's decorative starburst. We have said that. We have said that specific line three different times. I, so we gave the kickback to decorative starburst. And it does not matter how many times we have to say this. When I tell you them decorative starburst sent me to the upper room, <laughs> I was down. <laughs> it was very... Um, it was so like high school hotel party. That's what I was. That's that where I was reaching the upper room because like, I was about to say junior prom. <laughs> now junior prom be having them little fake swans. You know them little uh, them little plastic ass swan things. They put the fake candy in. Now this what? is giving me. Oh, maybe I went to a wealthy school. No, well, I know we didn't have a. I went to a Christian, a faith based middle school, so I barely made it out of that picture alive. No, because at all our dances in middle school and high school, they would give everybody those little, you know, them little decorative ass candle holders you get from the dollar store that look like swans and shit. Those little plastic plastic ones, but they would put like mints and shit in them. They gave everybody those. They gave y'all mints? God damn! White people, the fuck—they're not about to give you. It was a fucking. It was three dentists on our school board. They wasn't giving you real candy, nigga. They lucky you got mint shit. I mean, at least let me get one of them hard ass strawberry candies, like for God's sake. They don't know shit about that. That is my shit. People shit. 
them kind of parking ass, lot note. Them hard almost bought a bottle of uh, and them uh, peppermint nougats with wood Christmas trees. That's yep. what people do. White people don't know shit about that. Not northern white people anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because Midwest, Midwest white people do. Midwest white people, southern white people do, but not not. Mm-mm. And then it's Ohio. They don't. They was wild. Ohio's a wild place. Yeah, the armpit of America. No, that's Jersey, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, we're at the kickback. I got a Jersey outside. (laughs) (laughs) We're at the Kit Kat. We got Kit Kat. Kickback. Whew. Ooh, I sound all kinds of out of breath and fat. All right, we're at the kickback. You see my eyes. Like, I've been like. I've been not. I haven't really smoked today. Girl, this is all. Since I'm not at work, this is all I do. Um, Okay. Oh, well, yeah, you got babies. Yeah, you can't. I just got one in the cat. Both of them are pretty much self sufficient. I just have to leave the food out for them. They'll feed themselves. He'd be all right. So we're at the kickback and we come across our first instance of the season three overarching story arc, which is the catfish story arc. So the creator and producer, Kevon Burns, goes to just a mess, but just being the Carlos King, the young black entrepreneur he is trying to secure the bag. And that's fine. Do it off camera, nigga. I shouldn't see you do this shit. Like, That's the I only thing. See you stirring up the mess. Like we know. It's the like you should be stirring it up. But we don't need to see you. However, right. it is very intriguing when we do get that shit. When that shit leaks from behind the camera. Mm-mm. So Kevon Burns informs Devon at his kickback that Lauren and one of Lauren's friends were referring to Devon as catfish. And they were saying that because in the group, I guess in a group text message, they all sent each other photos before they met up just so they could see who each other were. No, she said, um, he said it was on Twitter. Was it Twitter? They looked at photos of him on like Twitter or something because he like taught, he like sent out the, about this kickback on Twitter and people were like responding oh, on Twitter. Okay, right. So they saw like his like Twitter photo, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you always put the best picture okay. in the in the Twitter Why, bio. Why you put a raggedy ass picture? I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I'm a bad bitch on Instagram, but in real life, <laughs> a bitch is like somebody's tired ass mama. <laughs> I mean, the the whole point. I guess the whole point in social media now is for everything to be a fucking illusion. And also, it was just a picture of him. He put a good. He put a nice picture up, which. That doesn't make you a fucking catfish. Well, you don't look like a picture. It's like, no, nigga, he looked like his fucking picture. It just looked like he looked a little rougher than his picture. That's it the only didn't difference. Look like his picture to me, like the see, I thought he, showed, did. he didn't look like it to me. It was like it wasn't off enough that I would call him a catfish. But it was like, mm, is this him or his brother? You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to look okay. Like but it looked like, at the very least, it looked like it could have been him. It looked like it could have been a relative of his. <laughs> See, I thought it. I was just like, yeah, it just looked like you. It's just a, it's just a different angle. It, 
yeah, I didn't get that. But it's fine because it's not like he's unattractive. He don't need to catfish nobody. No, he's very <laughs> handsome. Yeah. Crazy as a fucking road lizard. Out of his goddamn mind, but very goddamn handsome. Yeah, he don't need to catfish. So it's like, I'm not... Like, I never would have thought he was a kid. Like, catfish wouldn't have crossed my mind. Right. Well, he goes and confronts them about it, too. And it's pretty much like, what the fuck is the deal? It was given exactly what what he said. Jalen saw the picture, wanted the dick, thought he was trade, and he wasn't. (laughs) That's all it was. Like, uh, Lauren. Lauren thought Sorry. she was getting realness. L- Lauren thought and Lauren got Lauren realness with the twist. Trade and Mama wasn't trade. And right. I mean, that's how it came off. That's how it was made to be seen. You don't want to, because you don't want to cack out with the girls. You want to trade. So now that you realize that Mama now, one of the girls, now she's a catfish. Right. And now it's a problem. Right. You just you so, wanted the dick. Just say you wanted the dick. It's fine. We all go through that. <laughs> oh, we can't forget too. I know we keep forgetting this part too. When Devon get drunk at the kickback stand up, take his jacket off, his ass all hanging out and shit. I forgot about that. And them forgot about that. Them faded ass, fruit of the looms. Like, girl, put your pants up. Everybody's like, what are you doing? I mean, it's I your confused. kickback, nigga. I was confused. Like, I was like, what the fuck is going First of all, why you got this jacket on in the house in the first place? Secondly, what the fuck is happening? Right. <laughs> like, if it's, like this, if this is what you... Like, if this is the kind of get down you want to have and you want to get down, then you like, can get... It's like, is this a hookup party? This, look, this is feeling very grinder to me. Like, what are but we you doing? know what? I'm always... I just always am very reluctant of any of those. <laughs> Like any kind of gay house party, like I just off rip. I love it. Always party, reluctant. But I'm also a woman, and they not fucking with me no way. So that's right. right. Well, you know, I now, anxiety, I depression. Know, I, I don't like people. I don't. I don't like to see people. Is, I'll go to a house party full of gay boys. Put me in a room of straight people or lesbians. I'm like, I don't want to be here. But it ain't got I mean, unless it's them, old people. But it's like it ain't got nothing to do with the people. It's just like I don't want anybody to talk to me. And it's oh like yeah, in a okay. Room full of gay boys, they won't talk to me like that. Like we'll talk, we'll be friends, we'll have. Maybe, oh hi, hi, girl. What's up? All Would the you other come shit. With? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't have to worry about that. I don't want to be bothered with all that other shit. Girl. Okay, so let's go from the kickback to the venue meetup and the fashion show. So we'll talk about this all as one thing. That wasn't a fashion show. Well, there were fashions and they were show. (laughs) No. It was more of a fashion show than what she by Sheree had Because you know I was about to say. (laughs) It wasn't a fashion show. She had a presentation. (laughs) You know? He at least had fashions. We were didn't they, like them. Were they walking? But they were fashions. But were they walking? Yeah, they were that walking. Was, did, what was the runway, bitch? I saw a bunch of photos. It was the floor. The like, what? They, they had the chairs lined up. Yeah. He had those, um, what were those? Those gauchos? Remember the girl with the gauchos? Yeah, and the olive yeah, green top? Mesh. The Chico's the, ass top. Them mesh tops looking like the Lord and Taylor blowout sale. Girl. 
but you know what though give it i gotta give it up to cameron though because it's it takes a lot to be like you know what this is what i want to do so i'm gonna pack my bags move to a new city and hope to make it work as it keeps going the the design mama works mama works like because it gets better yeah well the the designing keeps going the designs get better would i wear them probably not but I wouldn't wear none of the designs from none of these people on this show. But well, it's, that's not kind of like you went from Chico's to Angel Brinks. Still better. Is it though? It is. <laughs> I would, but that's the thing. Like I wouldn't wear shit from nobody on none of these shows because it's either Instagram shit or Lord and Taylor. I don't. I wouldn't wear none of that. Shit. So it's, <laughs> but. The skill level did improve as the time went forward. That's it did. <laughs> it did. And he hustled. He like yeah, he out of everybody, he was the one that I think for those first two seasons consistently was like, okay, I have to do have a show. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I respect the hustle. I just wouldn't wear the clothes. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And they didn't really show much of anybody else other than him. Not that season. Lauren, Mont. Like, oh, well, yeah. Well, well yeah, just him and Lauren this that's season. also the thing about these shows. And this is the, this ain't even this show specific. This is all of these reality shows. Is because y'all draw us in to see either these successful people that have already made things happen and look at the way they live and work and interact. Or these people that are actively trying to chase a dream and like, let's watch them grow. That's what you brought us in with, but then you just give us mess and we never see (laughs) anybody doing anything other than causing mess. (laughs) No. And that's a critique that actually gets brought up a little bit later on in the series too. But that (laughs) is also something that apparently in the interview was talked about and all the focus was put on what, Lauren was doing mm-hmm. and that I guess maybe other people could have possibly been doing things but you know Lauren did kind of Lauren got the Nene Leaks at it like Lauren yeah. is the anchor of the show she like is. she's still there yeah like really they could they can continue the show the without Leaks, Lauren if she Burris left but edit. it wouldn't be right it's the Nene Leaks it's the Candy Burris edit mm-hmm it's the Lisa Vanderpump. It's the Kyle Richards. Like, we know who... Because these are the people that we get to see as whole people. Yeah. Like, we get to see the mess, but we also get them working and them with their families. And we get to see them as whole people, whereas everybody else, we just see the mess. Mm-hmm. And I would say, too, where a lot of times in shit like this, you'll have... Somebody like a Lauren, where you get that, those more, like you were saying, those more balanced edits where she's talking shit about people, but then she's also working. Mm-hmm. And then you get like the hater edit with people who could also actually be working, but that's not shown. All you see is them talking shit about Lauren. So like it can Gardini? It easily. Gardini, what they did to Gardini? Kind of, actually, kind of. They put on Mama. <laughs> Kind of, because there's a lot that happens, and I'm just like both of y'all are. Oh, it's both a whole of lot of bullshit, but right. I think they they definitely gave Mama the short end of the stick because I don't. 
the way they edited not even just the way they edited the way they set the shit up they knew who they wanted to make seem like the bone carrier or the bad guy they knew who they because they did this to Akeem first mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they knew who they was gonna put who they was gonna paint that way they fed the well, let's save that okay let's save that because I'm that sorry, I actually <laughs> i know <laughs> okay so cameron has his preview his preview lord his fashion show and it is a yes, very nice turnout um lauren had seen the venue previously and was just like why the fuck am i here i'm pretty much in love on the log when she gets to the show she i don't know why but out loud decides to state that oh yeah the venue i thought it was gonna be shit because i guess you thought the venue was gonna be shitty beforehand um lauren meets sky for the first time and sky says hello how are you and lauren says hello what do you do and thus starts rude the, as fuck to it me, was but, rude you know. it starts our first real um uh what's the word uh rivalry of the season well no our second one it's, it's like, lauren's rude. second that's yeah rude. lauren is already into issues who, what do you do like there's a way to do that that's not that <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, it's just rude like so far she's met two of the cast members and in both of those interactions it's been an issue <laughs> mama's rude so, mama's rude that's mama's why. rude mama's rude <laughs> And also, it could be just one of those things, you know, there's those people that just say, they just say whatever the fuck they want, and they don't necessarily mean it that way. Hello, hi, me. But you're more conscious, though. Now, there was a time where I wasn't. I I mean, yeah, I was an asshole. That's the thing. Yeah, I recognize that and I've grown, but I'm older than these people because this motherfucker is what, 23 or some shit? I think he is. I mean, I think she is like 22 at the time. At that time, I was an asshole. Like, but I get that. That's true. Yeah. I'm looking at this from my big age right now. It's like you were rude. I'm being like, yes, you were rude. And you need to recognize that you were rude. But I'm not gonna give you a lot because I understand because I was the same bitch at that time. <laughs> That's true. Same, same. <laughs> that is true. We, you know what? I have grown so much. I forgot what I where I started from for a little bit. I mean, remember how we became friends? Like it's just that is. Oh God, that is true. Right. That is true. I like, was yeah. Why, I was an asshole. Same, and it's like I was, I was an asshole. I was I was a rude bitch. So it's like when I watch really any of these reality shows, I have more grace for the younger ones. Now these old hoes, no, I don't have it for you because you know better. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because these old, because you know. Some of these girls be out here. They be out here cutting up. They do. They be out here cutting up, and then they want to open up an OnlyFans and not give anybody any, not even a little titty, and ain't even Mm. a picture up there. Mm. You right? These old hoes be out here asking the damn fool. So Lauren has been rude to Sky. Sky has already walked away. Lauren begins talking about that scene bothered me. 
<laughs> Sky's hats. But I used to have I used to have hats like that 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 too. I used to have. I did. <laughs> I know, I know, and they always bothered me because it's that, like, not that, your fucking size. Like that's a. I don't know why. It's just the gay boy thing. It's just like, oh, this hat is cute. Whatever, snap. I don't give a fuck. Like if it's too big, like I shouldn't be able to put my fingers around your head. That bothers me. And, and it's so tight though. Like, it's like buckled in the back and like, shit. Right. It's like With that the, little flap is creasing. Like you got a tail right. in your head, nigga. Get a hat that fit, or just don't buy that hat. Like it's fine. Right. You'll just find another one that matches your outfit. Get a also, what is the sky? Oh no, we do see skies here. <laughs> what does sky even have here? Really? We do see it. We do. We see Are it at the wild? reunion. I thought he was no. I think he had like a Caesar. That's possible. Can't you see him with a Caesar? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. That's possible. Like it's, I was like, bitch, I ain't seen this in a long became, time. But no, I can't. Yeah, I thought that it was bald. <laughs> You would think, you would think, because he always, he always has a hat on, always has a hat on. When Larry took his hat off, and I was like, "Ooh, he got a big ass head." Ooh. You could tell he had a big ass head. Yes, you tell he had a big ass head just from the size of his face. I mean, he's still cute, but the hat head is. Yeah, no, lyric is, lyric is gorge. Yeah, he just like lyric is gorgeous. A very large head. He does. I don't know why. I like big heads. I like big heads, big noses. Yeah, big heads. Look like you go if you stand up the wrong way, you might topple over. I love it. Yeah, big heads. Like the possibility of losing your balance through. Like that episode don't bother me. I actually, I don't. Mm -hmm. My kids have big heads, so. Girl, you talking about you don't mind it? They had to come out of your ass. (laughs) So (laughs) where is the It was okay. It wasn't that big of a deal. Keep blessing me. Oh, bless it be. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. Shit. Mama did her yoga the whole pregnancy, bitch. <laughs> and I was like, what we're not going to do is this. I'm going to change positions because this baby ain't ripping me in half. The fuck? I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all not going to have to sew up my asshole. No, fuck you. We're not pulling no Ashley Darby's up in right. here. Like, no, we're not doing that. We're going to change positions. Where's the bar? Because I'm squatting. I'm the on bike, They had to snitch my butthole. <laughs> it's like, why are we whispering about it, though? It's like, well, why are we embarrassed about it? Like, this happened. Huh? I have to let gravity do the work in this shit. And Stand up and squat, hands up in the air. Bring the bar. <laughs> no. no you can ask for a bar. They'll bring you a bar and they'll attach it to your bed. And you can use the bar for support and squat because the bottom of those beds come out. Why? I don't understand why that's just not the norm then at that point. Because it's like the whole point. Why you're laying down. You won't, if you go to, you got to go to a good hospital. Because when I had the second one, I definitely didn't have that option, but I definitely went to like a local ass. Hospital. I didn't go to a private hospital because bitch, I almost had this baby in a You went to a public facility. I almost had oh, the baby in a Uber. So I was just like, look, bitch, where the fuck is the hospital? Because if not, I'm having the baby in the back of this goddamn van. Now <laughs> with the Wait, Uber, hold up. You were in the Uber? I was in labor in an Uber, bitch. Yes. 
Oh my god. <laughs> no, like I yes, like I got to the hospital at like 11 30 12. She was born at 2 30. Like God damn. One good traffic jam. That baby would have came in the Uber. That poor Uber driver, bitch, you would have had to pay that three hundred dollar deductible to clean that poor person's car out. Hold on, hold on. I'm like, how the fuck? What do you want me to do? That's right. He's thinking like, not my car, not my car. This is the last time I come to this neighborhood. (laughs) Come around here dealing with these niggas always having babies. Now it's one of my goddamn car. (laughs) But he's he's trying to coach me through. well, don't get the epidural because you'll have back problems. I'm like, I'm not, I don't need none of this. I just need you to get me to the hospital. <laughs> I don't need none of this. I mean, like, I need you. Like, at on. least he was kind about it because other people would just be like, bitch, my get out of my car. No, I was talking to my mama when I got in the car and I'm trying to tell her the baby coming. In the middle of me telling her I had a contraction, she hung up on me. I was like, y'all is raggedy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna yell at me, click. She was like, "No, I can't do nothing for you, bye." <laughs> like y'all all was raggedy in this situation. <laughs> oh, that's awful. That's the awful. Was nice and scheduled. I, you know, I I went there to the hospital. We had a cute little, a cute little thing. You know. Oh, the little room. Yeah, I mean, I had my individual room at the other hospital too, but. It was because they was like, do you want to use the tub? Do you want to use the... Because it was a private hospital. Option. They gave me options. Yeah. So that, that's the difference. That public shit. Bitch, you're going to your ass down, throw these legs up and start to scream and be done with this. Ma'am, you have approximately 48 hours before we put you in this bed out on the street. You better get this baby out of here. They force you to have a cesarean. <sighs> Don't they? Like these niggas be like, time is money. We have things to do. Right. <laughs> like, god damn. Back to the show. We didn't get our trick. Okay, so we're so Jaylon. I'm not Jaylon. Oh, god damn it. Lauren. Yes. Um it's like Jaylon comes out because that's the name on the show at this point. That's the name through the whole series. Yeah, through the oh, whole two it? seasons. Well, I mean through, through season three and four. Well, the reunion season two, we find out that she now identifies as being Lauren. But, but she for those first, really say that though. In the reunion no, she does. Two, she doesn't. Does she? Because I didn't hear that. Because I heard she does. Was it season two or three? Because two. It was season two with C.S. Madison. Hearing, but two, I kept hearing. Um, well, you can call me whatever you feel comfortable with. I didn't. I never heard Lauren. I, it could have been mm-hmm. said. I got kids. I'd be missing shit. So. Well, because um, T.S. Madison was like, well, you know, you with want to be called. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and she was just like, just call me Lauren. So it was like, okay, well, I guess we'll just call you Lauren. Okay. It's like, shit. I, you, I've, I've always been from the mind frame of, I don't give a shit what you want me to call you. Why don't you treat me with respect? I don't give a shit yeah, who you are or who you want to be or where you want to grow to. Let's just be kind and cool with each other. Right. Like, I'll tell you so what, you, I'll call you whatever you want to be called. You just got to let mm-hmm. me know. Especially in the world now with these white people coming up with these names like Apple and uh, audio science. Like, I don't give a shit what yeah, you want to be called. No, I don't give a damn. Okay, so Lauren is also very lastly to kind of round out the um, fashion show. 
Lauren was also talking about how there wasn't any food. There was supposed to be food. There was supposed to be open bar. Sky's friend Bacardi but that's here. That's bullshit because Lauren said that, but she knew damn well that that wasn't going to actually happen because they had already talked about that. I thought they did, and they it was kind of confusing why they about how they wasn't like, gonna came be able to add a ballet so- service and all that shit because the coins wasn't <laughs> she was, right. <laughs> she was talking about she was gonna have Devon do ballet. I got yeah. a perfect person to work exactly. for you. They had this already talked talk about, about all of work. that, so the fact that you even pulled that shit was like, all right, now you're trying to be funny. So, Lauren, I'm sorry, Sky's friend Bacardi over here is run back. To, uh, he ends up running back to Sky and when informing I Sky. Was doing the most, but... Bacardi was. Bacardi kind of does. And I feel like Bacardi was supposed to be on this show. I think so, too. But for whatever reason, for or whatever Bacardi reason. is just that friend that's like, yeah, I'm going to always so pop off when shit ain't right. Because yeah, Bacardi, Bacardi like. Supposed to be a cast member. I feel like, I don't know. Um, okay, so we had the fashion show. Uh, I'm trying to get to the important stuff. Okay, let's jump into the fourth, fourth housewarming. Oh, God. So Lauren had just just secured a new, what was it? I think it was like a five-bedroom, one of those like five-bedroom mini-mansion kind of houses. Those huge houses that are very... everywhere in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Um, so she secures one of those and she decides she wants to have a housewarming. Um, uh, fast forwarding to the meat and potatoes. Previously, Akeem had invited Devon, who was the catfish, to the housewarming. So Akeem's invite comes after Lauren herself also texts Devon about the housewarming. The problem is, though, is that in the text message that she sent, not only to the cast, she sends to the cast first, and then she sends it to Devon. Uh, the text message says, um, all are welcome, blah, 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 blah. Uh, no catfishes allowed. So you have this no catfishes allowed text going out to the rest of the cast first. Then she decides she's going to invite Devon. Sends it to Devon after everybody else has already seen the shit. Everybody else already know about catfish because every time they meet up, everybody always talks about fucking catfish at exactly. every fucking event. Exactly. Every event. <laughs> so Devon's like, I'm not, he's like, fuck this. I'm not going to go. Devon meets up with Akeem who essentially talks Devon into going. The, you know what, you should go, you should be my plus one, you know, come with me. So they get to the fourth house warming. Devon is downstairs talking to, who was it, Lyrics? It was Lyric, Sky, and initially, uh, Lyric, Sky, and Akeem. And then yes, Akeem walked away. Yeah. So Akeem has walked away after, like, standing there talking to Devon about the catfish shit, because once again, they do this at. Because I don't get why we keep talking that. about this. Every event, like literally every event. Wait till the next season where there's like five confrontations in front of a nail salon where it just gets really ridiculous. <laughs> Get out, cat. So, um, Akeem goes upstairs uh, and we get to talk to Lauren. Um, I think Sky is at some point, Sky ends upstairs with them in the bedroom. And Akeem says, um, We have uninvited guests. 
And then, of course, meaning divine. And just this guy was... And it's like, why would you... What was your purpose? Exactly. Exactly. And why would you... My thing, too, is is like, you want to be like shady and shady and shit you're doing this shit in front of somebody else who you very well exactly it's like you couldn't like they're like if you're going to be a messy shady ass trouble starting person the thing is is that because cause mess and drama but you don't want to be obvious about it like you don't want to be blatantly obvious about it. Like just completely reckless. And this was just this was pot stirring reckless bullshit. Um. So Sky gets to walk out of the bedroom. Lauren grabs him, brings him back, and says, "I think you know something." And they begin to they begin to talk about Devon. Sky walks away. Lauren walks away. Oh, and then we go to, we go downstairs. Everybody goes downstairs. Devon standing in the kitchen next to this picture of what she is convinced is Hawaiian punch. I was like, yo, it's just a mess. <laughs> I am convinced that it is that tropical, I think it's tropical blue, tropical blueberry something or that blue tropical Kool-Aid. <laughs> I am convinced is that either way, it got an unnecessary amount of liquor in it, probably anyway. Well, no, I'm pretty sure it did because of the way these niggas started fighting, arguing rather. I really think it was Hawaiian punch. I just think that shit looked good because of all the goddamn vodka and shit in it. Like that's fair, but it just looked mad thing because they got hella vodka in it. Because you know, you know what shit in there, but clear liquor. That's it. (laughs) Probably like four different types. Exactly, whatever they had around the house that important that day. Right thing, and I know. That the little pictures because I got one because I had it for Brooklyn's birthday party because I made sangria in it. So I know how much liquor that little shit holds. So I know that bitch is damn near full. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I've noticed something too. And this is just like super quick side note. Um they're like you know you you know what specific club I am speaking of that serves very strong drinks where Fights are uh, an everyday occurrence, right? And it's this, it's this access to alcohol. This like I'm gonna get fucked up, and then you get fucked up, and then you for whatever some shit happens, feelings get hurt, whatever, and then niggas is fighting over bullshit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you niggas are drinking too much. Like y'all don't know, y'all don't know how to have an appropriate drink. Like y'all a six ounce fight. drink is not good. Drinkers who like y'all niggas gotta have full ass twenty two ounce Burger King cups, right? Just a regular fucking solo cup like everybody else, and go about your day. For real, for real, and even like a, a solo cup half full of liquor that it's in one that. drink, more no, than. that is it's too much. Really, it that's that's enough really alcohol for cocktail. Because I. Mm-hmm. Did not realize until my big age now that the solo cup lines are measurements of this hoe. You better see it. This <laughs> so y'all household hack of That first line, bitch, you got too much. <laughs> yes. And that first line is that first line is two ounces. I about to say that's two That first line is two there. ounces. That's a shot. Yeah, that is a actual legally poured shot. Like, exactly. the, like you can get fucked up, but the thing is not to drink a large amount of alcohol very quickly, 
that's how you end no up with these burgers. No, no water, no food, and whatever drugs, whatever right. else drugs you may whatever do. You well, that right. feels like what this is. This whole thing really is a combination is of is like boiling tension, access to alcohol. And I already don't like you. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it, what it, what it is. Mm-hmm. So it kicks off when Lauren's friend begins to move this uh, picture of uh, blue fuck them up. We're just going to call it that. <laughs> it was blue and it was going to fuck these niggas up. So Lauren's <laughs> friend. That's blue. I got questions. But... Bitch, I, don't, I won't drink it. I'm no. Like, that's just blue. I, the last thing I had blue was fucking hypnotic and that shit used to hurt my feelings. Uh, incredible Hulk, incredibly bad decision. No, mm. not doing that shit. So the friend moves this picture. Well, doesn't even move, just touches this picture of this blue fuck him up. And Devon's like, where you going with that? And Lauren kind of snaps back at him. Um, she's like, nowhere. And somehow someone, no, she says nowhere. And then they move into the living room. The next scene is them in yes. the living room. Um, and Devon's sitting in her throne. Right, so she I comes over and says, "You <laughs> that armchair, bitch! That hospital waiting room armchair, that dentist armchair, yeah, that like, wasted armchair." I know how much furniture costs. I done furnished multiple houses. I know how much the shit costs. But don't say throne, bitch. This is an armchair. This it's is like, girl, that seat. Okay, say you this is my, thought... my spots in the room. You can say that, but it's an armchair, bitch. Like, I, okay. <laughs> I mean, this bitch really responded like, she responded like Cersei after they shamed her or made her walk down the street butt I naked. Like, like, she responded with fire. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> But you you gotta get into it. I love Game of Thrones. I probably won't but she responded with unnecessary fire. And Devon's just like, I was just I was just in here. And especially like you invited him into your home. Like this is a guest. Like you exactly. he can sit whatever the fuck he wants. Let him she starts sit, taking you're his up and you're mingling, and you're up and down. Like you're not sitting there. You are hosting an event. You have things to do. Mm-hmm. You have things to do. You need to be checking on your guests. You need to be making sure your snacks are full. You need to be I making sure. One thing, when I host an event, like I am hosting a small thing on Saturday, never sit down. I don't eat. I don't no, sit down. Don't. I don't. If you do, it's just for a few minutes. That's literally it's it. Like, although I did, <laughs> I did give my friend a birthday brunch here at my my home. For me and my like three, it was I think it was four people here total. The people that live here plus two other, three other people. And bitch, I went to bed. I said I'm tired. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm high. I'm tired. I went the fuck to bed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I heard somebody at the door. The captain chopped up and walked over. She didn't freak my ass out. I didn't freak me out. <laughs> Shit, I'm glad I got this empty bottle right here. Clock nigga to hit a Perrier mm-hmm. bottle. I'm shut sorry, Pellegrino, on the glass shut one. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I don't drink myself. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, let's get past the, you, the fight you over, the, over the armchair. Right, they, so they're fighting over the armchair. And Lauren starts to remove his headband 
things are getting physical. They get up. They're they're doing what we we've become accustomed to on shows like this. They scream at "fuck you, bitch, you broke bitch." Blah 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 blah. blah. It's so, always a broke bitch. It's always, it's always a broke bitch. A broke Especially bitch. from Lauren. It's always a broke bitch. It's always a broke bitch. You ain't doing nothing. Bob. Mm-hmm. I got an LLC. Well, we'll get into that a little later, too. Yeah. Um, so fast forward to them trying to have a a, a sit down at Halal Guys. <laughs> Stop. No. Mm-mm. No. Well, I'm not doing Halal Guys. I don't know. No, I'm not doing that with you. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing halal guys with you at any point. I'm not doing that. I don't care how many times you say it, I'm not doing it. So they have a sit down at this restaurant. At the diner. We're not about to say halal guys no more. They at a diner, (laughs) damn it. So they're at a restaurant or diner, hashtag. Um, and they're trying to make some amends. And this is um, a long running thing for Sky is he's always trying to make amends with people for the most part. Uh, but he's also checking people and holding people accountable. Which I'm um, so, yeah, so like Check somebody needs to. And somebody needs to do it. Like Sky can do it aggressively, but Sky does it in a way where it is also still made very clear. Where everybody else is like, "Oh, you bitch, you hoe, you dirty, da 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 da." Sky is like, "No, you tried me, and this is how you fucking tried me, and I'm gonna beat your ass because." Like, this is the point right here. This mile marker is where you had me fucked up. This is it. Like Sky, Sky is like a parent. Like when you got your ass whipped as a kid. Right. You got to mile marker seventy three. Don't do that shit again. <laughs> right. And for the most part, I always feel like unless it's like a uh, came Sky gives you a chance in the midst of that conversation to yeah. take responsibility for it and attempt to make amends. Exactly. Like he seems pretty reasonable. Pop off, but pretty reasonable. Um. So. It pretty much, I wouldn't, I mean, I guess, no, I wouldn't call it a success. They just pretty much bickered back and forth for a bit. And then they made a little bit of a truce. Sky held Akeem accountable for being a run tell that ass, pot stirring ass, shitty ass bitch. Oh, okay. So Sky um, is trying to ease the tensions. Uh, and eventually it does. It it does ease, but not before Lauren calls Devon the catfish of Atlanta, <laughs> which I, I just felt was the the cackle of the episode. Um, Sky also helps to remind us that yo, like just because we're filming this shit does not mean that this shit is not real life, and he does inform everybody like yo, like this shit is real fucking life. Um, okay, so now we're at. The cabin, the cabin was pretty much. I mean, it was it was it was kind of a bunch of nothing, you know. It was like group trip. You know how these like ensemble cast reality shows are. They got to go somewhere, even if it's just like five miles away. Like even if they just do a staycation, they got to do something. Right. So Sky invites everybody to it. Um, uh, the most important things that happen there are, Akeem is confronted. In the, as she likes to call, kiddie pool. <laughs> it, it was a kiddie pool. Shit. It was a goddamn kiddie pool. Let's not act like 
Honey, that's not what it was. <laughs> it was a kitty food pants like a hot tub. The niggas couldn't even fit. All these hoes just standing around. They not even all the way. They all sitting on the side. They couldn't all sit in the They all sitting side. on the side, yeah. Like it's it was a fucking they hopping in and out like his motherfucking a double dutch or some shit. Like they could it was a fucking kiddie pool. <laughs> right. Well, Akeem gets confronted by the staff by the staff. And that fucking <laughs> the cast. In that mesh body. Michelle, okay. Can we can we we gotta well, do a retrospective mesh. of like the fashions, Kakim's fashions. She the was mesh. giving it to you. She was giving it to the girls. She we don't know what mesh. she was giving Trump to the girls. Give a mesh. <laughs> but she was giving it though. She was giving something. Just don't know what. She gives the things. Right. So Akeem gets confronted by Devon um, because Akeem asked Devon about why he wasn't at Karen's fashion show. Now, Devon just very like blatantly breaks the fourth wall. Hmm? That, that was messy. Would you say? You know why the fuck he wasn't there. That was messy in and of itself. You knew why the fuck he wasn't at that. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, honestly, I don't think Akeem... I don't think Akeem was was initially going to bring that up. I think it was another production thing because mm-hmm. Devon made it very clear. It was like, yeah, this isn't what we were supposed to be talking about. So it could have been very easily like either Devon gets one set of what we're supposed to talk about for the day or they gave um, gave Akeem secret covert orders and shit. They did. <laughs> they like, all right, so they don't know that you're going to say this, but say this. Like... That was right. all that was given. He was the, he was the some shit up to create a conflict because they was he was shot to, he was charade no chateau. Charade no chateau no, but I promise. Exactly. That's what. Yeah. Because Hakeem was very much giving Portia Williams. Who said that? Who said? Bitch, you said that. <laughs> he was. And but the thing is, is I'm glad everybody like stepped in and was like. And I think, at, like, by this point, there have been so many, like, smaller occurrences that have happened with Akeem that the rest of the cast have begun to notice, like, what the deal really is. That, like, this nigga is either an agent of production or he really is just a messy old man. And I'm sorry, I just find it hard to believe that somebody of that advanced age could be that messy. It's like, like after 30-something, all we stop regenerating themselves. <laughs> My nigga wears Dream Map. He do. He's messy. Messy bitches wear Dream Matt Moose Foundation. He do. Like, mama ain't even like his face. Be yes, no. Mama's messy. <laughs> <laughs> he is messy even with them th- old thick ass eyebrows. Them old thick ass fucking eyebrows. They get better as time go on, but it's still they these do. old big blocky ass fucking eyebrows. They look like fucking sickles, and I'm just like, why? Like, why are why? But I also they like I'm not a person aggressive. to fuck with eyebrows. See, they do. You see, Mama does her eyebrows. You see it. I do my eyebrows. My eyebrows are thick. I wear them thick and dark intentionally. His eyebrows are aggressive. <laughs> it's different. His <laughs> eyebrows are like just like big block. His eyebrows. You know, remember those fake mustaches from when we yes. were kids? Yes. But he got those like, like fake those like fake mustaches, groucho marks like. <laughs> 
a lot of people try to do the thick, dark eyebrow, which is fine. But if you don't naturally have that, you shouldn't do it because it doesn't look right on your face. I said that about the girls on Instagram yeah. too. My eyebrows are naturally thick and dark. So I don't do any, I just put concealer to kind of crease out the shape a little more. But I don't do anything. So yeah. Get, outside of getting them threaded, I don't do shit to my eyebrows. But if you're drawing on. Plus, a his eyebrows are just eyebrow, like blocky. Yeah. Like they have, they are a natural. Like there's shape. no they, shape to it. Like they're the same shape, but they're, they're cousins, not sisters. <laughs> right. His look like clones. They look yeah. like. <laughs> Your eyebrows I'm sorry, I almost made a real Star Wars reference. Like he got stormtrooper eyebrows. Like they're he aggressive does. and they all look the same. Eyebrows should not look like that because they don't grow like that. Eyebrows don't grow that way. They never grow the same. He's a very. Akeem is just a mess. So, so on, they, they confront finish. him for just being a mess. And Devon kind of shoves him back a little bit. And I think that's where he. Uh, I think that's where he really. How do I say this? I think that's where it really clicked to him that there were some issues and tensions are rising between Akeem and the cast. Production calls it done for the night. Um, we wake up the next day and Cameron has cooked breakfast for everybody. Uh, Devon has a glass of wine, <laughs> which I thought was just funny because nobody else did. And it's the first thing that I saw. Um, Akeem, uh, Devon is still pissed off that I came from the night before. Uh, and Scott takes a call from Bacardi just to have a discussion about all the stuff he gets filled in about at breakfast that happened the night before because Sky was like, I forgot Sky was I'm going to sleep. Sky <laughs> was like, sleep. So he had no idea. He had no idea. Um, Devon actually that same night makes dinner, which is the first look we the first look we get at um, a taste of royalty, which is his catering company. Uh, they also have a bonfire. Uh, da, 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 what else is there? Anything else that's really truly that important really. before the you know what? No, let's get into reunion because <laughs> everything just gets rehashed at the reunion anyway, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, so important things that we've learned from the reunion is that not only will Devon fuck a bitch up, but apparently Devon's family will as well. Exactly. Everybody can know what jump up and fight. Jump up and fight. Jump up and fight. Jump up and fight. We got so we had a fight in three different outfits from Lauren. <laughs> like that's pretty much that's the, that's pretty much the you know what? I kind of love that little strappy thing just because it looks so strange. What little strappy thing? What you talking about? It was plaid, the plaid with the little strap across the bus. The bandu top with the matching pants. Up into the collar. Yeah. I kind of liked it. I like but I'm kind of like, I have a secret thought. Like, no. I, like, I have a secret with, thought. So. This is my thing. I'm fine with thought clothes. You know me. The less clothes, the better. I will put my fat ass in a crop top in a second. But, 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 you, that is not the outfit to wear 
if you still have like man body you know what i'm saying because you just look wide like it don't look good like it's you can do bitch you can do <laughs> women's clothes with your still man body we see it all the time but it's just that ain't the particular outfit because you can't it has no shape so it doesn't create a shape so you just like a boxer in two small ass clothes <laughs> I, I think I enjoyed it because at that point, Lauren was going for more an androgynous look and it emphasized a more slightly masculine because of the little bit of structure to it, but mostly feminine androgynous look. I didn't get anything masculine from it. Well, it was more compared to what else she had on. It was the most structured. Yeah, but it was like the fabric choice was wrong. I like not the fabric a, choice. No. Not but as maybe as that. Not maybe as that. I'm about to say not as that. She could have did the same outfit in a suiting. Like a lightweight suiting fabric. Same pattern, same outfit, and it would have gave a totally different vibe. And that I would have liked better. The fabric choice was bad. If you're going for androgynous, because now you look like a nigga in Fashion Nova. And but that's the thing, it. too. But that adds into that, like, varied structure element of it. But are you going for androgynous or are you going for bitch? Because in this I mean, outfit, in this fabric choice, you like a nigga wearing Fashion Nova. And Fashion Nova ain't even built for big bitches, let alone niggas. So that is awful. What are we doing? That is awful. I mean, shit. I I I keep. I enjoyed it. Right the fuck about a of a fashion nova. It's a couple of pieces, but for the most part, fashion nova ain't for my fat ass, and I know that because I'm not one of these builder bitches that's on their website. Well, I thought she gave. I thought she gave a look, the and I thought she killed it. Were given. The I did not like looks, the other two. The other two I were so pedestrian. I did like the other two. The first one, not as much as the last one, but that middle look. Well, we I didn't even like, really get to see the last one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I saw see it for like two bit. minutes. Yeah. The first one, I mean, of the three, the second was my least favorite because I just didn't understand. Maybe if I would have saw her standing up in it, I would have a different opinion. But sitting down, yeah, giving me what she was trying to give. And her I feel like the other two were very head. like. I came to fight. Uh, it's just like, this shit was like, this is like a bedazzle, like I lost my ass in Vegas <laughs> track outfit. The first one I didn't hate. I hated the shoe choice. Oh, I didn't like any of the shoes. I said, okay. Yeah, no, the shoe choice was very like, what's happening? Like, you're not, she was definitely given at the second reunion, though. She was. She was like she. She was hands down best dress. One of the girls called her Whitney Houston, and she was fucking blonde Whitney Houston at that reunion. She was. She like was. he was Whitney fucking Houston. She was Whitney Houston in the bodyguard having a manic breakdown. Like it was everything. Okay, so we get to the reunion. Um, they revisit throughout the whole season, of course. Pretty much Devon spent the whole reunion trying to defend himself and he really spent the whole reunion trying to fight. Let's just be 
what really what it is. You know, because he's out there. He's you know saying a little slick shit. He's getting. He's saying slick shit, but other you know other cast members are as well. And he, it's defending when it crosses to aggravated a song. He's doing a lot. Like he, he was doing a lot. He was. He was. He was. He was turned. He was gone. Like he was gone. Um, I think Akeem was drunk too. Oh, he Akeem was drunk was. too. Um, did he have that bow tie on? Yeah, he did. He, he had did. that little bow tie. The bow tie and the boat shoes with the white pants. You know, very mm-hmm. much old, the old gay attire. <laughs> yep. Very much looking like a rebooted. Was that Neo? What was the name of Lawrence Fishburne's character in Matrix? <laughs> Morpheus. <laughs> you know, Lyric looked like the rebooted Morpheus. He sure did. Uh, he did. I was like, okay, I can see it. I can see it. Lyric looked cute, but I always yeah. think Lyric looked cute. He just, he's just cute. Yeah, um, Sky looked. He is. He's he's common. Like he's attractive, but yeah. because we've seen it before. Yeah, he's very regular. He's like the guy yeah. He's like a regular, a tr- very attractive regular man. Yeah. Um, Sky was giving. Like, at the homecoming. Bitch, like, I was gonna say Sky looked like a Zara sales associate. That's what Sky he looked was like. Thirteen year old at the homecoming. Like, let's just <laughs> say it for what it is. Sky was but he was. Sky was on some shit. Like Sky was spilling the beans during and then after the reunion about yeah, the production Sky of the show. In the room, like you bitches. He came red tea. He yeah. said, "We got some shit to hand Dale." Yeah, he was. He was done. He walked in done. Cameron looked confused. I don't know what the fuck Cameron had. I don't, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know either. I had wondered I myself. I had questions that needed answers and never got them because what in the fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like, Cameron's the worst dressed fashion designer I think I've ever fucking seen. Right. Like, he, what? Yes. Yes. And I get it. You know, bitch, I worked in fashion. I get it. I understand. Like, when you trying to get shit together, you be bummy as fuck because you're running around and doing all kinds of shit. But, bitch, when I show right. up, bitch, I'm showing up. Like, it's not. Also, why isn't he wearing? I don't know. I was just like when I was making clothes. I was wearing my own shit. Why are you not wearing? Like I was shit? making clothes for me. You're literally on charade. You're on that charade. Yeah. Like, why are you not wearing your own shit? Like, why would you go buy some shit? If well, maybe he's wearing it in the confessionals because his confessionals. No, were... he, he said he was no. At no point did he say he was wearing his own shit. Ah, uh, some of his confessional looks though are, are just so, are just now so tacky. One, like this gotta be him. Like he has that man. In the second season, there's a couple of pieces where I was like, "Oh, that is the Cameron original." But that lace, that lace burgundy, <laughs> purple ass bodysuit, whatever the fuck that shit was. That lace brocade shit, yeah. When I when I tell you when that nigga popped on my screen with that, I said, you know what the fuck I'm not about to do. Yeah, we're not about to do this. Not on Al Gore's internet. <laughs> Granted, like, no. it's free, but I want a motherfucking refund. I was about to go to bed. I said, we're not doing this on Blue Ivy's internet. Not today. Uh-uh. Not, Blue Ivy Cardi would not approve, and neither do I, because I'm not doing that today. <laughs> So throughout the entire reunion, one of the long-running things is Devon having to be grabbed by security. 
yes. or Divine like apologizing to somebody and then saying, "But I'll whoop your ass immediately." After. And Divine <laughs> kicking off them shoes and running under security's legs because he's. Uh, <laughs> they had to stop production. I think they stopped at a total of like two times, two or three times. Yeah. Two times before they finally called it quits. And both times, I mean, all three times were because of Devon and Nico, who was working on production, who was also part of Little Women Atlanta, was the one that was out there talking to him, like trying to get him. It's like, everybody says they think you can't do this. I'm telling them that you can. He didn't want to. He was, I don't know. He came in, you could see that nigga had liquor on his breath and breath and hell in his eyes the he moment was he was sitting on us. Like, I don't like these bitches. That's and it. All the shit these bitches done said that I don't watch every Wednesday at 7 p.m. is all about to come the fuck out because now I'm three or four, five drinks in. And guess the fuck I'm about to do? Fight you for everything you ever said in your life. <laughs> That's it. It was very Jocelyn Hernandez season it three. It was very very Jocelyn Hernandez. Like, I like these, all line. these bitches do is talk about me. Drink. I don't see this shit. Yeah. It's like, it was very much given. I snorted a line. I had a couple drinks and now I'm about to fuck everybody exactly. up. Like Jocelyn and Stevie and that damn reunion when they t- started jumping over the fucking couch and shit. Talking about it's hot. It's hot. It's right. hot. It's hot. Calm down. Right. Calm down. <laughs> go. 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 Mm-hmm. You stupid bitch. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Devon played pretty essentially like his bad behavior just shuts down the production because niggas in the audience start to join in and fight. Yeah, um, which, which that would have embarrassed me if my parents were sitting in the audience. Like I would have been like deathly exactly. embarrassed. Like I would have been like, all right, what the fuck are like, you doing? And right. why the fuck like Come on now, let's think. Like her daddy was there. Y'all could chill the fuck out for five seconds. Now, granted, also her daddy knows what type of bitch she is and know that shit be happening. So you came there, nigga. You knew what the fuck this was. You don't watch the goddamn show. You knew what the fuck about him. He didn't watch the show. (laughs) You know that man didn't watch that show. I'm sure he's seen enough. He probably saw a couple of minutes of it. We he probably saw like the one, two he times that he was on. What this reunion was given, like you will hope, you will hope. But wholly unprepared. No, but you also with these kinds of show would expect that they would have adequate security, and they damn no, sure didn't. That's literally how they thrive by not having adequate security. So it can be a whole ass clusterfuck where nobody touches and it was. nobody. But it really was. We're gonna create this whole ass kerfuffle and mm-hmm. act like somebody to hit somebody. That—that's what and they do what? shows. They've never had a reunion that wasn't shut down by a fight. I said it actually finished. <laughs> they never had. They always have to come back to do it. No, they didn't. They didn't. Season three happened again, but they came back with only four of the cast members. I had a little sit down in a hotel lobby. <laughs> like, I was like, not bitch, bitch, no. like a, a hojo. What's the pricier hojo? Is there a pricier hojo? A Howard Johnson puts a Howard Johnson James. I mean, a Howard Johnson is a hojo. Maybe it was something like that. It was. Or it looked a, like a hotel lobby. The Hampton Suites. You know that's where they had right. 
the Hampton Suites. Hampton shut Hampton up. Suites. That's where they was. I didn't make that shit up. That's where the fuck they was. <laughs> <laughs> it said it on the screen, big as fuck, Hampton in the Suites. That's where the fuck they was. <laughs> So divine folks, the reunion. Really, the the whole first reunion, there was no real like no expectation of resolution to come. It really was just a lot of hot tempers, and everybody just kind of going back and holding their position. Because it's like it was what it was to be. It was. It's like any other reunion. It's like you just watched everything that happened. And granted, now we all know that the reunion is filmed before the season finishes. So they always film the reunions halfway through the season because that's always where the messiest point is. So to get yeah. at your hottest moment, they film it halfway through because you just watched probably the messiest episode of the season. And now yeah. you got to walk into the reunion. And you've been there for eight fucking hours. So now you get yep. pissed, you're tired, you're hungry, and it's like all that shit rolled together. So of course you're gonna fucking bite. Yeah, because they wanted I can't remember. I think it might have been Devon that said it was like, yeah, they just we just saw this. So I actually yeah. I kind of feel like they either just saw it that day or the day before. The so day they before. were on That's it. And you it got goes. liquor too. That's you got liquor, you goes. got people's family and friends, no right. security. Like this was just a recipe for this. Right. For like hours and hours and hours. They just saw this shit. So they just realized these niggas and they saw parts that they didn't see to begin with. So now and they had to pay other shit. Because now you see confessionals, now you seeing all kinds of other shit. And you just saw it the day before. That's or that moment it. or whatever. So yeah, you walk the pit. They do the same shit with Love and Hip Hop. They do the mm-hmm. same shit with the Real Housewives. It's like they always record these reunions halfway through the season because that's what the messiest episode is. So that they walk into the reunions hot as fuck because y'all just yep. eat the shit. Mm-hmm. And I, I also feel like to I feel like that show the reunions would do better if they limited the audience or either completely remove the audience. Just take the audience out. What do you need an audience for? Right. Granted, well, I mean, if do, it's they're trying to go to love and hip hop route because you know niggas in the audience be hollering and shit like that. But even love and hip hop stop using right. stop having an audience. Love and hip hop tapes its reactions. Like yeah. they tape, they like pre-tape all their reactions and they will take it from. So this is a woman I follow on YouTube who does love and hip hop reviews and shit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to It's Rocks, favorite girl on YouTube. Um, she was, she went to the season seven Atlanta filming and she was talking about, oh yeah, now smile, now look surprised. And they cut her in, of course, you know, they cut her into to the episode. Um, with a reaction that wasn't a reaction for what was happening. Right. Not only that, but the next season, I think it was either Hollywood or Miami, they cut her from Atlanta because she, she lives in Atlanta into that. So they just manufactured these reactions and shit, which, yeah. you know, it works and it gives it gives that fullness of these kinds of shows. Mm. You know, like this isn't real Housewives where there's a certain... Um, uh, a, a certain 
air that is coming from it where right. we're going to fight, we're going to scream, we're going to yell. We're going to put our hands on her in most cases. We're going to sit down unless you put a bullhorn in my face or your name is Monique Samuels. Oh, your name is, yeah. Uh, no, uh, Candace Diller. Or unless your name is Candace Diller. No, it's Candace got her in. that hit Candace. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, Candace had that shit coming. She, I, no shade. I don't agree. I do. Candace has been I a child. Monique because both of them too. have been. The thing is, both of them have been doing the same shit. Really? The same shit I didn't see that from her. I did. I mean, I see it to a certain and then, degree. Like, this whole season, she's been trying to cause a fight. Because how you gonna say this your friend, but then you don't call her to tell her why? Every time she asks you why you got an issue, you say we gonna talk about it later, and you never talk about it. And then you well, no, because she knows what it is. It it's that Sharice shit. Like she knows because what it the is. Thing is it's like to stop telling me that we gonna talk about the issue later if you don't never actually want to talk about it. And then we go to your little lake house all out the boonies and shit. And you wanna holler at me for sitting in the house for two hours. Like I was sitting in that bitch by my damn self. Like it wasn't two other hoes that were with me. Like, yeah, okay. Stop. She was she they was doing the same shit. Like <laughs> only to a certain degree though. My thing is do I mean, not the thing is I feel like they've been dragging this fight because it wasn't even that bad for real. Like, it really wasn't. And, and this shit like it's been brewing now for the last two years. Politics and all this other shit. They've been they've been really dragging this shit, but it's like they have. I mean one of them two was gonna get their ass whooped eventually anyway. It's just who was yeah. gonna like, and I feel like I feel like Candace, these hoes ain't never really liked each other. <laughs> no, no, they that my sister like okay, okay, they girl. Don't fight. We knew that shit was coming. She threatened to drag her while she was pregnant. Shit, and we know that like to fight bitches. I was like, you got damn right. Every fucking body, like she threatened to drag Robin. She threatened to drag Giselle. Like, she had know. that fucking umbrella at, up at Robin and it's like, Robin, I'm not going to do this with you. Exactly. I'm like, that's exactly right. Because these hoes be trying her. She likes to fight. No, these hoes be trying her. She be doing the same shit. No, girl. These hoes. She get what she, the thing is, you know Robin and Giselle are going to be messy ass bitches. And they gonna sit and talk their little shit. And the thing about this whole them hoes be trying Monique. The thing that pissed me off this whole fucking season is that Giselle started all of this shit. And all of it. She's been doing one. it. She's been doing that for the last like two seasons. Exactly. That's why this Giselle season I've been in and all out. Bullshit because she ain't got no fucking storyline. Because she's sitting there pretending no. like her and that past are like each other. Well, we know good goddamn so well he fucking everybody in Atlanta and not exactly. Well, bitch, did you see? I think she called Monique called the dirty dick. Bitch, I hollered. <laughs> oh, but did she see it and said that or he was dicking or he was who he was putting his dick in? She said something about that man's dick and I just screamed. Jason's like, You all right? That's like, Yeah. I'm just I'm just having a moment. Okay. I'm waiting for this one. So Devon fucks up the reunion. Speaking of reunions. Right. And now we get um our Devon special where Devon uh um that fixed my life in Sky's house. Right. Um he uh, he does apologize and he does take a certain level of ownership 
I guess, for his end of not only helping to shut down the reunion, but arguing with Lauren. Because I don't know that he really took ownership of anything. He He didn't. He He did. And then they asked him about his drinking, and he was like, I don't think I have a drinking problem, but I think I put it. He was like, but I do think I have a drinking problem. He was going back and forth. I'm like, yes, you have a drinking problem. I thought so. Because he said he didn't think he had one, then he did think he had one, then he didn't, then he did. You have a drinking problem, Mama. It's, it's sorry, you do. It's it's obvious. It's very yeah, obvious. But he's not. He is not the only one. No. This leads us into what I am finally very excited to talk about. The better of the two seasons, this the 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 cat cat boom, the sh 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 like this is Not what I've been waiting it. for. <laughs> it's season two of Chasing Atlanta. It's peak peak trash television. Oh, it is. It it's so very happy. Good. Very good. So we, as far as cast, get to a, a few additions this go around. We get. Q or Quentin Harris, who does okay. So this is something that I could not. I've been waiting to ask you about because the way that they talk about it, I'm just like, but okay. So they're like, Q has this radio show. So I check out. I check it out. It's an internet show. It is. But I'm like, why do we keep calling this a radio show? Like, isn't this just a podcast? It is. Doesn't Q just have a podcast at this point? I'm. So, wild story, right? So, I was in Atlanta a couple years ago. Maybe like four years ago or so. Something like that. Okay. And I met up with a friend of mine who's a friend of his. So, he was at the same place I was at and like we've talked he's super nice whatever but it's like he kept telling me he hosts a radio show like he told me he hosts a radio show he no he kept talking about his radio show he wasn't talking to me necessarily it was just kind of in general like his radio show granted this is one of those things where it's like I actually forgot I met him until I saw him he's like oh you this it's not nothing like significant that anybody would actually remember because it was just like a group situation right but I was like, what is this radio show? So when I left, I asked my friend, and he was like, oh, it's an internet radio show. And I was like, so a podcast? It's a podcast. He was like, well, he calls it an internet radio show because he could. he's trying to get into FM radio. I said, that's fine. Call it what you want. It's a podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> that's fine. Call it what you want. You want to call it internet radio, you go right ahead. But it's a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast. It is. Like, girl, it's a podcast. But mama's on I mean, FM it's now, okay. apparently. Mm-hmm. Mama's apparently on FM now, so I guess called the internet radio worked. Um, actually, I thought he he was like A and R. He signed up to be A and R or something. For, I thought he was on air talent. I don't know. I don't really. I didn't keep up. I don't care. No, I mean right now he because he. I'm pretty sure he actually moved to LA and is A and R for Sony. It's something something like that. Like it's that something that's actually very real, real and tangible. I was like, all right, right. That Look at you, man. Yeah. And that's also like kind of heartwarming because you don't get a lot. <clears throat> oh my God, I got that fat boy <sighs> happening. Because you don't, 
I'm sorry. I'm I'm stuffy because weather change. Mm-hmm. Um, so because you, you don't get like a lot of I don't want to say success stories per se, but for lack of a better term, like you don't get to see well, a lot of these advancements into like big things. Shows where it's not people that already had an established thing that you knew of, like yeah. For like a lot of these places where it's not like a Candy Burris or a Lisa Vanderpump or you know something like that where it's like you already had this long list of established shit that anybody can find and already knew about before this show happened, you don't mm-hmm. see a lot of people do shit after. Nene no. Oops is one of the few that you saw, or Cardi B, but you know it's only a few that you see mm-hmm. come from these type of shows and do something. Outside that's not another show yeah outside of that world yeah and it's it's cool too when you see somebody like a quentin or like a cardi b and they mm-hmm. get these kind these big opportunities with these like major entities right. and it's like this is, this is not right work that's really cool like this is really fucking cool. Cause just two years years ago, you were being a messy ass queen with a badass hairpiece having arguments outside of fucking nail salon at a Christmas mommy makeover. Let's get into it. <laughs> right. Okay, so first episode we open up with Lauren having a photo shoot. She catches us up about her hairline. Um, we also find out that she is in a new relationship with a young man named Q. That is Q U. E, I'm going to do my best to remember that Q, Quentin, is Quentin. And the other Q's art name starts with an R. I, he said it only one time. He don't really talk much. But when he does talk, he says he the word say, business a lot. His name is Rakim. Rakim. Is it Rakim? Yeah. I thought it was like Raquez, something with a Z. No, it's Rakim. Okay. Well, he will be, he will be Q for this season. Yeah. We'll make Quentin Quentin. Because Quentin, besides that hairpiece, I feel like Quentin is far more befitting. By his hair. Because I was like, Girl, so bitch. Wait, you're bald in the confessionals, but you have slacks in the I was very confused by his bitch. hair. Like I was so confused. But wait, which like, form though? Confessionals like way late and you shaved your head or I think it was like, I was just super confused. I was so confused. <laughs> Bitch, it was the most... How do I say this? Concerning transformation of hair I've ever seen. Yeah. I think it was just a unit. And then over time, he was chipping away at it. <laughs> Seriously, though. See, I'm more inclined to believe that they... Because you know they always come back and film the confessionals later. Because they yeah. film it after they send the rough cut of the show. Right. So I'm thinking that it was just a year later and he cut his hair, which is why the confessionals, he was bald and during the season he was, he had the locks, but when you see it spliced together, it looks wild. It's jarring. It is. It is jarring. It is very jarring. Like the unit itself is already very jarring. <laughs> yes. I'm not so saying it's a unit necessarily. I just yeah. it's a unit. I'm I'm a firm believer that that is a unit. Um, and we'll get into the evidence. We'll get we can get into the evidence. 
Um, so we find out that Lauren has a new boyfriend that for the most part, business is doing well. However, some of those um, reviews that we talked about earlier with the bad hair and what was it? It was reviews with bad hair and missing shipments have affected yes. her business. Yes, yes, yes. Um, despite that, she's still trying to, you know, keep good vibes. Her goal is to open two salons, one in Atlanta, one in LA by the end of the year. Uh, but she wants to start off the season and the holiday season with a uh, Christmas mommy makeover slash get back, give it was back. Cute. It was cute. It was a cute idea. Was, it was a very cute thing. I, I enjoyed that they did that. I feel like that shit like that in these like more independent, like lower budget shows, I feel like is more important because it's more impactful, more meaningful. Exactly. If that makes sense. Know that they came out of pocket to do and they came out of like specifically that community. Like even right. if it's for show, it's still the nigga that you grew up maybe a, a mile away from. You. Right. And it is, like I said, even if it's still like for show, it's it still feels good to see people in that community mm-hmm. doing shit like that. As opposed to a bunch of white women who come in and try and do that shit. Right. Yeah. So we also find out that Q, we find meet Quentin Q. Uh, he tells us about his radio show. We see the first form of his hair. It is awful. Um, he tells us he's trying to launch a... Okay, so, and this is the kicker, too. He's launching another internet radio show, talk show, which is just this another podcast. He's launching another podcast. So he has two podcasts. That's all it is. He has a fucking podcast. He took all that time, effort, and energy. And when he said it, I had to stop. I paused it. And I said, what did he say? And I took it back. And I had to ask myself, it's like, this nigga just has a podcast. Okay, cool. So you got a podcast. Let's go. He is... Oh my god, my, I'm sorry, my notes just kind of drift off after that. They, it, it, the rest of my notes are all about his hair. <laughs> okay, so it's wig is trash in its first form. How much of it is fake? How heavy is it? This shit looks dry. And that's literally all I wrote about it. <laughs> so we get to meet our next new cast member, he is actually uh, having a hangout session with returning cast members Sky, the People's Champ, Devon, the nigga you can't take nowhere, and Cameron, the nigga who can't desire for shit, but seems to be decent. <laughs> he won't fuck your house up. Uh, the new cast member is a young man by the name of Eric, who just so happens to be also from Chicago and friends, not only friends with Cameron, but also a designer. Uh, he does uh, refurbished uh, refurbished denim. Yeah, which is um, strange. What does that mean? Can we pull over? What does that mean? I think what, what it is, means is he... T- is it just you take... He, you bring him denim you already have and customize it? Like, what are we doing? Are you buying denim? I think that's what it there? pretty much means. Like, he okay. takes old denim and, like, you know, f- ref- like, fucks with it, fucks it up. Yeah, okay. 
okay. or it could also be he takes old denim and repairs it as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the the former of the two. The business, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, I remember googling it a couple of years ago. I think when I first watched this for the first time, and I remember seeing the website. But you know, like Carly Rae got a pocket pussy line. Like we only just found yeah, out about this shit. So it's probably gonna disappear too, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like just that like line of pocket pussies. The blaze hers and all of it. I live for blaze her, because them bitches stormed that runway. <laughs> they came in looking like Sunday morning thrift store, and they mm-hmm. ate that runway. They said, "Bitch, I am here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit was awful. Okay, so Sky and Cam are there. Um, Sky, Cam, Devin, and Eric are sitting at a cup, cu- cupcake shop. Um, Sky and Devin are discussing the blow up between uh, Nico and Sky. And just to give a quick kind of background on that, Sky was Nico's manager. Nico was Sky's producer on the show. So there was a little bit of conflict of interest. And when issues arose between Nico and the other producers, that affected Sky's relationship, not only with the producers, but also with Nico. Um, There was an interview that happened where Nico laid everything out. Um, Sky was also in that interview. He called in. They weren't friends at the time, but they spoke very lovingly of each other. Uh, uh, Excuse me. Um, Devon asked about like the blow up. Sky feels like, well, he's appreciative that Nico apologized in private, but he feels like because uh, the stuff happened publicly that he should have apologized publicly, which I mean, correctly so. Um, Devon tells us about issues with his mom. Um, he's starting to finally feel comfortable expressing himself with her, but she's being, she's, um, getting, he's getting frustrated with her resistance to that. However, things are slowly getting better. Uh, Cameron informs us that he's been laying low and working on his business. Eric tells us that he's not, uh, used to Cameron staying low, which we can get into that, uh, in just a few. Uh, and they pretty much just catch up and get to know get to know um, Eric. Next, we meet Montel, who I swear. Okay, so me me and my partner think that Montel Montel is so cute because he is just the juiciest thing. Like he's just short and thick, and he just looks so soft and plushy. I just want you just want like a touch just a touch. Just, just a, touch. a touch. He he can dress his ass off. Just everything needs to be a touch bigger. Just an inch. But I like seeing that jelly shake. It's like y'all no, little cute, cute chubby ass. And his his four first stones. We cute. All twelve of them. Oof, he was every for five. Every color. No, he was responsible for actually seven when you consider the runway. Yes. Um, but we find out. Montel is in Atlanta. He is a stylist as well as a nurse, which kind of blew me. I was like, nigga, you a nurse on this? Okay. All right for having a like legit, like real gig too. But the funny thing um, is I knew who he was too, because I knew him from 
his work with Drea. So, oh, right. You were telling me he was a stylist for Drea. Yeah. And like, because I, you know, I follow a lot of styles on Instagram. I bet a lot of these different stylists and stuff like that because, you know, working at Fashion Week and everything else. So I knew of him before this show. So it's like you could tell the ones that's actually doing what they say they're doing and the ones that are yep. for the show because I'm three years late to this show. But some of these people, I knew who they were. Like, I knew who Gardini was before this show because I've seen the Rick Rosa stuff. Uh-huh, same. When I, <laughs> when I saw Gardini pop up, I was like, oh, my God. They got this nigga. Oh, this is about to be a mess. Uh, but we find out Montel is actually a working stylist who, at the time of this, was uh, Cena, Baby Jacques' uh, mother, the fourth mother of, baby, of young Jacques' babies. Yeah. I, that was so hard to say. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, at the time of this, he is her personal stylist. He's talking about his aspirations with the young ladies at the nail salon. And then he also talks about how he wants to do the exact same thing that Lauren was thinking, which was doing a holiday give back mommy makeover. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. What did I put? I said, he looked like a, I said, he looked like a cuddly ass brownie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i was slightly drunk when i was watching this okay so next we get to akeem taking a dance class girl Oof. taking a dance class all right the only thing you really need to know about this is that akeem ain't talked to nobody because everybody think he's a messy he he's a messy girl also he looked old he looked tired he looks this he looked dysfunctional he looked like he was in pain yes. he looked like he was in pain yes. he looked like you know um sally field you remember those osteoporosis commercials that's the shit that they were trying to warn you about bitch no, bitch. I'm done with you. No, we're not doing that. I'm done. I'm done with you, you whore. I, I swear that. to God. He was dancing, and I was like, damn, dude, this nigga, does this nigga have any bone density? Is he okay? Bone density. See, I'm so done. I'm, this is why I can't. This is why I don't talk to you like that. Like, I can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but he meets up with Lyric, and we get to see Lyric for the probably first of maybe three appearances that I can think off the top of my head for the whole season. Four, including the reunion. <laughs> uh, Lyric wants no part of the foolishness. Akeem feels like Cameron, Sky, and Devon are constantly ganging up on him because Akeem is messy. And they're just tired of his shit. He calls them the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Which and calls like, himself... How old are you with this I was like, wait a minute. It's only three of them. And he named one of them after Master Splinter. So right. he missed two confused. of the turtles. I was like, was like the other turtle? I was, I was it was like Donatello. He's like... Sky is Master Splinter, Devon is Donatello, and Cameron is Leonardo. But what about, like, I don't know, Raphael, Michelangelo, Raphael? Raphael. Raphael. Right. But right. No, because wasn't Jalen 
Michelangelo and maybe maybe he threw. Th- I don't. It's been so cruel. I don't. Know it's been. I don't. I, I don't. And uh, lyric was. Or uh, Q was Raphael or something. I, I don't think was. Q was in it because Akeem hadn't met Q like that yet. Oh, I don't remember. I think it might have been Lauren though. I'm pretty sure he was. If, if he was adding anybody to it, it would have been Lauren. I, yeah, I, I just remember he missed either like, one or two of the turtles. I was like, but there's more turtles than that. Right. Like, and if it, if you're gonna use the turtle reference, wouldn't Sky be Leonardo? He was the leader of the turtles. I used to watch the shit. I remember. I mean, you would think. Also, too, and like Devon should be Raphael because Raphael had the anger issue. I mean, and can we like Everybody not forget about is. April? Because if we're gonna talk about people that were people of things that were integral to that show, April was a queen. She, I'm like, nigga, you done named everybody, but them turtles ain't uh, shit unless she said Master Spoon ain't run shit. He was really even on the show. April made the shit go. She he was. Movies. And she was like, so you turtle niggas, y'all need to get it together now. <laughs> right. I also, the, uh, Eric, uh, uh, Akeem was trying to read, but in reality, Akeem was making a very big, very blatant omission of, hey, I am the villain. <laughs> like he pretty much was attempting to defend himself by saying, I am the villain. And he, that was not very clearly thought through, like in any way, shape, form, or fashion. It wasn't thought through. Like at all. <laughs> yeah. So fast forward, we get to meet our um true. He's our true big bad of the season. Like Akeem is the first part, first season villain that leads into that larger big bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. By the name of Gardini. Now Gardini is a very interesting young man with a very um. I love checkered very checkered past (laughs) and a very colorful use of language (laughs) so Gardini is a mess so Lauren and Montel meet um, Gardini for the first time Lauren and Montel are also meeting for the first time Uh, Lauren is they're they're kind of talking about the rest of the cast Um, Cameron comes up and Gardini says anybody can take a piece of mesh <laughs> and a piece of lace, <laughs> glue it together and call it a garment. <laughs> when I say Gardini walked on the scene with the shade, I was like, just from the Gardini beginning. came Scone, out the gate. Like Gardini, Gardini dead ass came the out shade. the fucking gate. She <laughs> said, You girls want to have a good time? I came to party. Like she came ready. Mama said, "Oh, camera scene, shade." <laughs> She's like, "Wait, wait now, now." Right here, this is the market. Anybody can take two pieces of mesh and a piece of fabric and glue together and call it a garment. Oh, you talking about wait, the help? good, good. <laughs> that bitch. Oh God, who she called that? <gasps> Divine. Divine. When she called Divine the help. When she fucking called Devon to help. When she was talking about Sky and Nico, talking about, oh, did you hear that interview? That was a given very brotherly that tease. Brother tease. That was Mama walks in like, see, you know what I'm about to do? Put this palm tree right here and all you hoes can get it. <laughs> right. Devon, I'm sorry, not Devon, Gardini also. So, oh, Lauren brings up the um, Christmas gift back. And Montel was saying, oh, I was thinking the same thing. 
Um, and Gardini mentions that Devon, since he's catering, he should be able to donate the food, which was shade. Because he previously, just a few minutes ago, was talking about how Devon had three jobs. Right. <laughs> which if he had three jobs, bitch, do it. Do your thing. Like, I don't know why they be acting like, because you work a regular job, you ain't doing some shit. Like, That's the thing, too. Like, everybody, come on now. My thing is, if my nigga Devon is out there slanging gyros, doing twerkograms, and working on his own catering shit, let him do that. Let him do that. Like, let him make his bread. Let him make his coin. The thing is, it's not how you get, it's not how the road you travel. Wait, no, what is, no, that's the different saying. Never mind. As long as your bills are paid, just be fucking happy. <laughs> like, life is too fucking hard. Right. Um, you gotta stop acting like because you may go clock in somewhere that you have A, given up on your life, or B, like you don't, like you're not doing anything. Right. Well, they asked um, Gardini how he knew Devon, and Devon, I mean, Gardini says that his best friend, Dewan, <clears throat> Which that confused me because I was like, I know I names so close. I'm confused. Devon and Dewan. I have to make sure I uh, completely enunciate that. Right. Um, so Gardini and Dewan are best friends, and Dewan and Devon are currently dating. Apparently, Devon cheated on Dewan, and Dewan blasted it out on Facebook. But it didn't even sound like a cheat. It sounded like they was talking. I feel and like that's really what it was because I think like at that point they had only been together for four months. Right, it didn't sound like it was exclusive yet. And no, it was like, well, I'm gonna explore my options. Well, he got in his feelings, and it felt like I'm pretty sure they were like, yeah, it was four. We've been together for four months. It's like, okay. That's not like together. Y'all just got to know each other. Like y'all just y'all don't even know each other. Like y'all, y'all just become kind of comfortable with each other at that point. Where it's like, okay, well, this is cool. It seems cool so far. Like it's yeah. very still fresh. It's still very new. And but honestly, he could have been wrapping up some other shit that was happening. Like, who know? That sounds like a rough transition to me. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like yeah. It, that's a lot to have to fucking go through. If like, if that's what the if it was, it didn't sound like a cheat to me. It sounded like a rough transition, but. It sounded like <laughs> I felt it was like they made like Divine. If this is something that happened, was probably it was early. It was early on. There was no discussion of like, oh, are we like going to try and take this seriously or not? They were just kind of dating, and Dewan found out about it. Which that nigga is like T T. G, like train to go. Yeah. That is another nigga that will do a pop up. He, he be ready. ready. Get ready, cause here he come. Like <laughs> bitch, he be on it. Like this nigga be and get hype up and run in place and get him like mm-hmm. a mess. Yes. A mess. Those two together uh, is a lie. Like a fucking lie. <laughs> But we find out that um, that's how Gardini knows Devon. Gardini don't really fuck with Devon like that. Um, like I said, it's only been about four months. Um, once again, anybody can take mesh and fabric. Uh, <laughs> that just, every time that does something to me. 
I know. I was just like, this is so. It's like you just came prepared today, didn't she, sir? Right. Like you just said. Gardini comes prepared. Okay. (laughs) Right. It's like if you stay ready, you like Gardini has been listening to Sugar Free. Entire existence. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. Exactly. Like Gardini is got to go. <laughs> you said what? Oh, mesh your fabric, bitch. Now what? We're like here. what? <laughs> like wait a minute, bitch. I said hello. We're here. We're here. What are we doing? <laughs> well, uh, Montel has had enough of the messy session, <laughs> and very politely ends it, and then Montel, we end up like I'm gonna go. Where's my chat? Right. I'm leaving the space. <laughs> Montel's like, oh, okay, we can we can we can kiki for a minute. And then he's like, okay, well, I'm done with like, this now. Goodbye. Like, I've already I've said what I need to say. I'm gonna go before I get caught up in some bullshit. Uh next thing we get is Lauren talking to Devon. Well, calling, attempting to call Devon to ask him to do the catering for um the Christmas gift bag. <laughs> He does not answer the phone. He said he was having issues with his phone. Um, and that's pretty much it. That wraps up the first episode of Chasing Atlanta. And hold on, I gotta check the soul count. <laughs> so for the first <laughs> for the first episode of Chasing Atlanta, it is We've got two stoles, one lilac color worn by Montel, one black, one by side. First for uh, Montel, only for Ty. No, I think he wears another one too. Okay, so we get into the mommy makeover. Let's just skip ahead. It's yes, mommy makeup. Everything else is just a bunch of like it's little meetups of, of the cast trying yeah, to get to know each other and shit. Right. It's like character development. Like we're not trying to develop them. We're just trying to show how messy they are. We're just trying to so we get to where they the mommy makeover. And, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's it's let's, the slow build. It's like let's just put them in a space so that they can have so, we get to the mommy makeover where we have five five different conversations that happen outside of this mommy makeover like yeah. dead ass okay every so, conversation happens outside i am glad that we are here because i thought i was high when i was watching this episode so i know bitch i died had that same feeling the first time outside and it's <laughs> Montel and Lauren and Gardini and like whoever else, Devon and Sky, whoever, whoever the fuck was out there. Well, they having this whole conversation. Q's out there, they're all out there, they're having this whole conversation. You slowly see them walk off one by one when the boyfriend comes out. So then the boyfriend comes out and you know, Sky's gone, uh, Montel's gone, Lauren's gone. You see them go back in. The boyfriend is outside now. Now it's Devon and Gardini and Q and they're all talking or whatever. Then you see Devon and the boyfriend go inside. So then it's just Q and Gardini, right? They do whatever they gotta do. <laughs> they go to turn to go outside, jump cut, all these niggas back outside again. What the fuck happened? 
I know. These niggas are outside so long. And niggas pop in and pop out and conversations start. And the whole time, I'm like, damn, these niggas still outside? I was what happened to the mommy makeover? I was so, I was like, like, did so the bitch get her hair done? Did she get her nails done? Because the hairstylist is outside. <laughs> the hairstylist is outside. The, the bitch with the, the hairstylist is an hour and 45 minutes late. But so he had to have another hairstylist because this whole shows up two hours late. Okay. <clears throat> and then she spent the whole time outside and everybody else drama. Right. So, so let's get into the dramas. The, it's just so much. Like <laughs> So first one is um Oh, okay. So the first one is Dewan and Devon. Because Dewan, being Devon's boyfriend, shows up. Devon didn't think he was going to be there. Dewan is like, well, I had to be here to support my friend. Which I was very confused about because yeah, like, the mommy makeover was put man. together by Montel and Lauren. And he wasn't doing nobody's hair. He wasn't do- doing nobody's nails. He was just there. But also, I don't know what kind of support you need to just be man. in the space. But why wouldn't you also Also, why wouldn't you tell your man? Like, Hey, I'm going to the right. Said, well, you know, I said I was going to this place with my best friend, but you know that it's a cast event, so why not tell your nigga you there unless production told you not to tell your nigga you was there? Uh, well, I don't know because this nigga is kind of grimy. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you about that later. And there's some shit that's airing on their other that G Status ATL hustle right now that's happening with Devon and him and another cast member that I was like, oh girl, that's how we getting down. Like, ooh, it's I mean, juicy. They tried it's to juicy. Start the mess on this seat, on this show <laughs> with the episode with season three and bringing on that other nigga. They tried to start the mess then, but he wasn't gonna go for it, which is why he left. Season three. Okay, I gotta rewatch it. I have to rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's the first showdown. They don't really come to a resolution. They just kind of part ways and annoyed at each other. Um, then the next showdown is Lauren and Devon. And Lauren and Devon finally make, they finally make somewhat of a peace with each other regarding the entirety of the catfish situation. But that's also because you can Finally, catfish is buried. But that's the whole thing. Like, you could tell by that conversation. It's not that they really disliked each other. It's that it was a whole bunch of niggas around them telling them not to like each other. <laughs> well, see, they that conversation... I feel like that conversation was more so just, okay, this is a new year. Let's just be done with it. Because at the end of it, they both were like, we don't like each other, but we don't have to fight. But like pr- pretty much just like, like if you hear you hear there's not a, a dislike thing happening because later in the as season, far as we know because the reunion's different because he was turned and was trying to fight everybody at the reunion but later in the season he go after you got lauren coming talking about what devon told me and it's like well if y'all don't fuck with each other how he telling you anything well, that's also very true too that's also very true, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't really... But they, quote-unquote, make some level of peace. Um, then we get... 
Q, Gardini, Montel, and Lauren outside. Um, Lauren tells everybody she's happy to be past the catfish thing, but she's also still very uh, shady about it. She's talking about putting Devon to work. That's her running thing this year. Yes, That's her rude thing for the year is putting niggas to work. Like she she putting everybody to work. Like she be putting her daddy to work. She be working the fuck out of that man. Like she be working her daddy like we also want to. <laughs> right. <laughs> we also get to see Wigs, Q's wig. I'm sorry, Quentin's wig in that first form. It's always important to take note not, of that. Maybe I gotta go back and look because I'm just not convinced it's a wig. I think this nigga just cut his hair and it just it's very jarring. It is a unit. Because if you look how I feel like it is a unit, I feel like it's a unit and he's hacking it down. Because if you see when he gets to that last one, them two braids, he has the front of it covered up. But it just maybe it is his hair. Maybe it is his hair. But bitch, I feel like that shit is a unit because it just doesn't. No, it's just too much. Because I don't, I gotta see. Like it is. It wasn't giving any kind of front. It was just there. That was the problem. Come on, images. Hold on. Like it was awful. Mama's Instagram and see what we got going on. Oh, I don't even think he probably don't even have that shit on his Instagram no more. Every every picture before April twenty third of is ball is gone. He has no pictures before April twenty third of twenty nineteen. So come on, images. Let me see. Keep talking, cause I'm a look. I just don't. It wasn't really giving me lace front, but I'm gonna say, hold on. I'm telling you, it wasn't a lace front. It was just one of. It was just. It was just there. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Garniti There's no is talking about how rude. <laughs> no scrubbed. It's scrubbed from the internet the same way that Star Jones getting hit in the face with the football is. Yep. Scrubbed. We'll never find. Beyonce at the Super Bowl. Uh, Diana Ross getting arrested in front of the blockbuster. Scrubbed. You will never find this shit. It's only locked in your memory. (laughs) Which that actually might have been an SNL. I can't remember if that was real or an SNL skit. But I'm pretty sure it was real. Um, Anyway. That was real. Yeah. I thought so. They just did it on SNL. They just made it fun, made fun of it on SNL. Yeah, that, that actually happened. Um, she was drunk so <laughs> that's what I thought it was. She was drunk driving and she got pulled over in front of a blockbuster. Yeah. And me and Lauren used to say that she was drunk driving and trying trying desperately to return her copy of Babs in Time. Shut up. Shut up. It's just a good time. <laughs> that was what she thought she would say in her ear. It's just a good time. I love Babs. Yeah. I'm done with you. Hair box. Continue with Quentin and his unit. That may not be a unit because I'm not <laughs> but you go right ahead. <laughs> oh, so Lauren once again tells them that she and Devon made peace regarding the catfish situation. Um, she also tells them that cute that law. I'm sorry. Lauren also tells him that Devon was supposed supposed to cook for the event, and Q was very immature about it. Um, mainly because Lauren doesn't say didn't that say, she, didn't contact, she didn't contact. She didn't get in contact with him. I never to told Devon. So now at all. So she just puts out, "Well, he was supposed to do this." Show up and 
Right, or he just showed up empty-handed and didn't. And Q and is just popping good. shit. Q right. at the new boy on the block, new cast members just popping shit. Right. Um. Then let's fast forward to uh, Montel joining. So when Montel, Sky, and Devon joined Q, Lauren, and Gardini, the fireworks happened. So this was like the high point of our mini outside showdowns. This is actually number four. <laughs> I think it's four out of six. Uh, so Devon joins and Lauren is saying a very shady comment about putting him to work. And just as he walks up, she the tone kind of changes. And then she asks, what is y'all's beef? Talking about between Devon and Gardini. Which so they go through the cheating thing again. Because it was dead ass. You don't even like this motherfucker, but you trying to store some shit. You just made peace with this nigga, and now you're asking this nigga to air hot his shit in front of a bunch of people that he really don't know like that. Mm-hmm. And Sky didn't, the one person that he was actually really cool with, didn't even walk up until maybe about a minute into them talking about this shit. So they're talking about it, and they bring up, like, the you said, I said, she said, up, down, left, down, wop, bop, loop, bop. And Sky comes over. No. Sky joins, um, and Gardine is Gardini still telling him about the issues with Devon. Um, Devon was dating somebody else. <clears throat> what? What? <laughs> I just I wrote I wrote something stupid. I was like, Gardini is annoying as fuck with that rat on his chest. <laughs> We got another stole. I think this is our it's third not, stole. It's not a stole. Don't call that shit a stole. That that's is a, a stole. That's a stole. Of a child's coat that this big nigga that threw over his fucking shoulder, and it didn't even go all the way over his shoulder. That is not a fucking stole. It's a stole. It's a stole. It stole the scene because that's all I saw. I bet this shit had buttonholes in it. It pro- bitch, shut up. It probably did. <laughs> Um, Sky ends up getting wrapped up into the conversation as well because Gardini is saying, Well, you and Sky, and Sky's like, Hold up, wait a minute, I'm my own person, (laughs) right? He's like, I'm my own person when it comes to my friendship with Devon. Um, he said that he was told that Devon's boyfriend and um, best friend had ill intentions and wanted to fight him, and that's why he backed away from dealing with Devon a little bit. For whatever reason, Q is audible. He is yeah, pulling his charade. I, I don't either. Like I don't either. Who claims to not like the drama? Don't want to be like you're very involved with people you a don't know and b you have right. With. Like you're very like. Involved. Why are you knee deep in this? Like why? Like this nigga was knee deep. Right. Like also, and then to say like, oh well, I wish I would have went and said too because now I gotta say something. But you don't because you don't know what the fuck is going on. You, you have nothing people. to say. Like there's nothing say. for you to add. Right. Like what are you talking about? But also, too, like, these niggas, I just personally, no way, shape, form, or fashion, in no way, shape, form, or fashion, am I willing to have this level of conversation in front of no. uh, people, one, people that I just met, and two, in front of cameras. Right, it's a And lot of, also it's a lot of to have one of them be audible target. Exactly. Right, like, we're having, like, real conversations. In front of, like, strangers. And I'm just like, what is... Right, what? 
and I get like we're talking about here, but at the same true time, conflict talking about shit that don't have shit to do with the show for real that y'all uh, just let right because it's like he's dating your roommate and y'all got beef because of behind that or your best friend or whatever the fuck which always right. me like I want this nigga and I'm mad you got him like it very gave me jealous like sperm rubber but that is what it is See, I didn't get that. I did get jealous, but I think it got more jealous of time, not necessarily I want this nigga it, as my... It very much gave me, like, I was trying... Like, we ended up friends because I was trying to date this nigga, and that did, he didn't see me in the same way, and I'm jealous because he sees you in the way I wanted him to see me. That's what it gave me. I could be wrong, but that's very much what it gave me. I mean, it could be true, but Gardini, though, though does talk about having a, an abusive partner. <laughs> yes. Which is like, what? It's just so matter-of-factly. Yeah, it was, because of the way it was said, I was very, I was like, is this real? Or, right, it was like, like, oh no, I ain't got no jack, because my nigga will beat my ass, and I was like, what? Is not something to play with, but the way he said it, it was like, is this like real abuse or hyperbole? Because I'm very confused. Like, it's like no, apparently, no, it was real because we found out at the reunion it was real. Oh. Um, so, uh, Q is oddly audible, and finally, Devon's boyfriend, Dewan, comes over. Q asked Dewan, Why are you standing next to your best friend to say your boyfriend? My whole time I'm watching this, I was like, why are you involved? Go inside. Go exactly. Leave people alone. Exactly. <laughs> like I was wondering, and he was he was very respectful in the way in which he handled that. Instead of just being like, nigga, who the fuck are you? My, my response was like, who the fuck are you? What the fuck are we doing? Like, I don't understand why you are speaking to me. I'm out of breath. <laughs> um, so yeah, Q is being a complete nutter asshole and oddly audible. Dewan defends himself, explains why he is um standing next to which was a jerk off answer. <laughs> it's like yeah, shut know. up. You could have just not done any of this. Right. Q gets even more nosy. Um, Dewan, uh, Q was still getting involved. But Dewan <laughs> very much gives me, I'm trying to be on camera. Right. Also, Devon has that big ass bottle of red Moscato. Yes. <laughs> that's what it's on, red Moscato. And that's a little ass coat. <laughs> and the, the army fatigue pants, bitch. I was confused. I was like, where are we going? Is, what is this? Album? All he where needed was going? the K-Swiss. 
with that turtleneck. So it was like the top tells me office and the bottom is like I'm going to dance for her. So I don't know where the fuck we're going. Like I was right like, from from the neck up when you don't see the sleeves, Devon looked cute. That turtleneck yes. and that color that coat was super cute. Beautiful against the skin. And then I got confused. It was I was too. I was like, damn, Devon looks good. Like, okay, that was so good from your skin. I was like, that cream turtleneck with that olive coat, you are giving, sir. But then it's it like goes you her had, outfit, and I was like, I'm confused now. It's <laughs> like this is a bit much. Like, where are we going with this? A lot of things happening here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, then we have our fifth showdown, which is Q and Gardini. Uh, essentially a slight minor shade fest ending in, well, beginning with Q uh, being nosy, asking if Gardini is good. Gardini says he's good. They reminisce over the time that well, Gardini... I can't necessarily say that he was being nosy because Gardini did shade him about his little, his radio show, podcast, whatever the fuck we call it. That's what I was just about to get into. He did shade him, so it wasn't, he said we good, like, why you throwing shade? Like, basically, like, I'm letting you know that I know about the shade. Right. Now, who told him is the question, because he said that Lauren didn't tell him, so who the fuck told you? Because she don't want to hurt it. I mean, Gardini seemed like the type to say whatever he want when he want with no real like concern about who's around, you know. But more than likely, it probably it probably is Lauren, or because they did have that situation prior to the show with Gardini um, wanting to be on the show, but Q saying he could only be an yes, intern. Yes, you know, yes. this could have been like something that had been pro- like said before. But well, Q before. did also say that he had only been away from the show for about three months. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It don't matter. Um, it's a podcast. Uh, Gardini, oh yeah, we talked about Gardini wanting to join the show. Uh, Q said that Dewan had on Stacey Adams shoes. Yes, I did not see his shoes, so I do not know. Which I didn't realize, I don't know, maybe I'm just old, but I didn't realize that Stacey Adams was a read. I was like, I mean, when you try, when you're trying to say you're this boss and you're making all this money. Stacey Adams will be a read because bitch, why you ain't got on Louboutins? If you got all the coins. Dewan never said all Dewan said, this is their first interaction. All Dewan said was I'm standing over here, my best friend. I know, but see, <laughs> that's literally all that boy said. Also, like, whether you try to portray it or somebody is trying to put that on you, because like you said, because remember he said later, I ain't never seen none of you bitches have a business meet their nothing, but y'all was talking about y'all. That's true. Boss. So he putting his own standards and shit on somebody else, which I don't. Nothing that he was wearing was giving me hyper expensive either. So I'm very confused as to why he tried to read him for the Stacey Adams. If they were Stacey Adams, I was too. I was very confused by the read. (laughs) Also, let's be like, I don't know. I'm, you know what? No, I'm not gonna say that because that ain't my business. Count nobody's coin. But Gardini does say that you has only one pair of Louboutins. (laughs) He's like, uh, not everybody's wearing Louboutins, considering you only got one pair. It was something like that. It was yeah. some shit like that. I mean, most people I know only have one pair. I know some. I know also, I, like, I just felt real old and out of date about that. I was like, why does these things even read? Because I have a pair, and That's they're what? uncomfortable, and I never fucking wear them. Oh, see, I've never had issues. Like, I've always felt 
But I don't really wear dress shoes. This is the thing. So I bought a pair of Louboutin pumps. They were hella uncomfortable because they were too narrow in the front. So I took them and I got a cute little pair of mules, right? Still don't hardly wear the bitches. (laughs) Because that fucking sole comes off so goddamn fast. If you don't have a soul protector on it, that shit comes off the second you hit the fucking street. I live in New York, bitch. I'm walking. The fuck I, I like always wonder, yeah. That color come off so goddamn. Them things been sitting in my damn. They still in the fucking box. I think I've worn them twice. Yeah, you can't really. You can't wear them. Not like that. <laughs> Not unless no. you drive everywhere and you like get out to walk into the venue and then go back. No, because like yeah, those shoes you gotta wait. You have to wear your gym shoes and carry those until you get to the door. Unless you and then you put them over quick and enter. I have a sole protector on mine, so Mm -hmm. the the sole still has the color, like it's still red. But like my friend, nothing red on the bottom of her sole. She had to go get them repainted. I didn't know that they do repaint. They do. You can send. The, you can take them back to Christian Louboutin, and they'll send them to get them re, like refinished and stuff. They do that oh, that's for actually lifetime, cool. but it's because they know that shit comes out. Like, well, yeah. But they're like, the yeah, you walking. You're walking on concrete. That's the only reason why these girls Louboutins be looking fresh all the time. They just get them refaced. That's I what I was wondering. That, that I don't have time. To I was wondering. That. Do There's you have to pay to do that? Uh, no. Okay, because I would hope they, not. When I got mine, they told me they would reface them for free. You only oh, pay if yeah. you go somewhere else. But like, I got mine in the Louboutin boutique in a in Saks or something. I think it was Saks. I don't remember. But it's like I don't. But I've, I haven't been back to the. I've been back to Saks, but just not up there because it's on like the eighth fucking floor. I oh, just God. don't go up there because I'm no, like God. I because I bought another. I bought a pair of boots online. And they were so fucking uncomfortable. I sent them back. <laughs> They're just so narrow in the toe. Like the, I can't speak for the men's shoes, but I know for mm-hmm. the women's shoes, they're very narrow in the toe. They're very uncomfortable. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, I'm those shoes are meant a size. I'm not buying a size bigger so that my fucking toes fit like they're fucking supposed to. I have normal fucking toes. I don't even have wide feet. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not buying a whole ass size bigger so my fucking toes fit. Like, I'm just not doing it. I just rather not buy them. Like, they're not, they're definitely not created for comfort and they're for the look and nothing else. Yeah, definitely, like definitely for the look. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, we get to what is our last and final showdown outside with Devon, Eric, Sky, Montel, Cameron, and Akeem. And they finally have words with Akeem for the first time this season and hold him accountable for his actions from the previous year. Um, Sky checks Akeem about him always backpedaling and hot, mm-hmm. like throwing the rock on his hands. Um, Akeem is always causing a problem and he's always he's he's too fucking little. He's and too he little to be causing a no problem. I can never follow what the fuck he be saying. I just no. what are we talking about? Because I'm confused. I don't know where we are. Where is this train headed? I am confused. <laughs> right. And I think a lot of it is I think Akeem has an issue with Sky because Sky is always the one holding him accountable. That's, That's why what it is because he falls out on his shit. Comment. Yeah, yeah and 
and everybody else feels the exact same way. The thing is that Sky is the one that's the most vocal about it. Yeah, everybody else still, as far as clearly vocal about it, everybody else will call him drunk or whatever else they call him. Um, he also ends up having a conversation with Cameron and um, pretty much just calls Cameron fake. It's funny because also in my notes, it just says, it goes, uh, Sky checks Hakeem about his backpedaling. What the fuck do I keep be talking about? <laughs> I keep calling Sky fake because that's the only thing I can clearly figure out. I had no idea what the fuck was happening. <laughs> right. Um, Lauren ends up next with her marketing consultant in a new scene, the mommy makeover. Oh, the mommy makeover success. You know, she looks cute. Montel thanks everybody. You know, they, they did their good deed. Um, Lauren next meets with the marketing consultant about her hairline. Uh, we get just a touch more in depth with about the, you know, uh, bad batch of hair Everything and the missing it. weave. But like, and. as I was, so the, okay, so in this scene, I got annoyed because one, it was said, well, you know, sometimes when you get a lot of orders, sometimes you miss one. I, as I currently have a bit of online business, right? Right. I've never missed an order. I've no. never well, missed shipping an order. I've missed... Uh, when I was doing my shift for that company for the devil woman who shall not never be named because I don't allow that demonic energy in my home. <laughs> um, I have overlooked orders or uh, missed, missed shipped orders. But that wasn't but your company. Not in that kind but of that way. that wasn't your company. <laughs> That's also true, too. See, this like I, this is mine. I own this. Therefore, it's a different level of pride and a different level of attention to detail. When right. I say I have, like, even right now on my computer screen, I also have the analytics for my business. Like, I've never missed an order. And the one complaint I have had, I made it right immediately. Yeah, and that's what you do. I feel like, and she didn't, I don't think she did that. And I feel like she was too young to realize that, like, in order to, like, effectively and easily do shipping, you you just quickly create a, a database, uh, name and address, product, um, is who did the product, who shipped the product, tracking number, just super fucking easily. Yep. Um, and same thing, too, with, like, the bad hairs. Like, she just didn't check the hair. You didn't test it. Because Got it. She checked a good like, bag of it and didn't check the rest of it. Yeah, because you could. So, because all you do is you keep. If you're selling the hair, and you actually do hair, which I'm very confused as to how mom was doing hair with no cosmetology license. It's hard to open the salon, but that's neither here nor there. But well, I was the yeah. hair there right now. <laughs> but wouldn't you do your hair with the hair? Wouldn't you do? Your client's hair with the hair, yeah. Well, what I'm figuring, you would know, right? I'm figuring she she checked a little bit of the hair, maybe a pack or two, and it was good. But that's what I'm saying. However, it was the rest of it that was bad. But that's what I'm saying. If everybody whose hair you're doing, if you're using your hair, you would find that out. You would know because most people. 
when they go to a stylist and that stylist sells hair, they're more likely to just get the hair from the stylist. That is true, depending on how much it is. Well, if you already paying for this person to do your hair, you'll probably pay for them. Because I get sew-ins regularly, so I know how much my hair costs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're already if you buy decent quality hair, you're gonna spend at minimum three hundred and fifty to four hundred dollars anyway. Yeah. So why not just give it to the stylist? Because nine ten out of ten, the stylist like, if you get my hair, I'll install it for free, or I'll install it at half price or whatever the case may be. So if you're using your hair on your clients, or if you're actually doing hair, you would know if you had a bad batch or not. You would have ran into it by now. I had been wondering that myself too. It's like, how did you like? Was it just like, how did this? How does that even happen? Like, were you just so overwhelmed with the orders? You were missing orders, and you're just and like, fuck it, let me just wrap this shit up and send this shit out. But that's Either way, mama, mama shipped out some bad hair. Yeah, that's also true too. And we got to keep in mind too. She may have been like nineteen. Yeah, she was young and. It she was, was real she was young. young and overwhelmed and unprepared and didn't have nobody around her to tell her what to do. Mm-hmm. That's exactly she what had to, she learned it the hard way. Yep. Um, next we end up at Cameron's house. Q and Cameron get to know each other outside the group. Um, we see the second form of Q's hair, that little <laughs> braid bun. Shut up. With the bang. It's that like a bang. All- that was all it's the like same a line of bang. It was the same locks. He cut his hair for the confessionals. I am convinced I am not going to agree that this is a unit. I just won't. That shit was a unit that he was cutting down. (laughs) He was cutting that unit down. He said, I spend $2,500 on this. I am getting my money's worth. So he cut that shit down to three different hairstyles. Actually, was it three or was it four? I think it might have just been three. I'm not convinced. Actually, I think it might have been four. I'm not going to say it was a unit. I'm not convinced. I won't say it. I refuse. (laughs) That shit was a unit. Um, Pretty much the main point from their meetup is that we find find out that Gardini has been in jail for uh, fraud, for For doing checking credit card scams, for for pulling fraud. Um, He also... Mama was out here doing the stunts. Um, we don't find this out. We didn't find this out yet, but we also just a little prelude. Um, he was pulling a scam with a friend of his for, um, a friend of a friend, another friend of his who was a victim of pulse. So yeah. just keep that in the back of your mind. The, uh, uh-huh. the we get scam. the facial day. Huh? The GoFundMe scam. Right, that GoFundMe scam. But they get in a little bit more in, in depth than that in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Gardini and Montel go get a facial, which was just a whole bunch of mess. They're just sitting in the hallway talking shit, talking about Lauren's party. Talking shit. That's all it my Lauren's food be cold. And- talking about the mashed potatoes, the meatballs right. be cold. I've been to Lauren's parties before. Right. She went to one. She went to one party. One party. Uh, and the food may have been cold when you got there. <laughs> and the food may have been cold when you got here because exactly. you came late. Exactly. They talked about how she didn't do the woman's hair because yep. she she was so late. Which really threw me off. Like, if you're supposed to be the one that's chick's hair, why the hell did you show up so late? Right. 
Like, why are you an hour and 45 minutes late to an event that you're supposed to be? It's a charity event that you're supposed to be hosting. Um, Gardini also feels like, like you said earlier, Lauren was the one who told Q about the radio show because she was the only one to talk to. Um, but I also feel like that might have been a word on the curb that Q had already heard before, too. Yeah, Lauren I, just kind of confirmed it. Now, I really think Q walked in with it, and Lauren was like, Oh, yeah, I heard her say that. Like, you know, like, oh, you like, know, she said that. And Q was like, Yeah, I heard, I heard that before. Yeah, I think Q walked into the room with that when. <laughs> Yeah. Um, we also get in this episode, Mytel has a photo shoot with Cena from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta mm-hmm. and Key from I don't from a season of Bad Girls Club I have never seen. I've never seen what is it like I thought it was just I've me. Never I, was seen I don't know who the, I don't know this girl. But I have so, never seen that girl. Can we talk about how we did a whole lot to get two pictures? <sighs> Maybe that was just the two good pictures, but either way, it was two fucking pictures. It was two pictures that look exactly alike. Exactly. Exactly. Like hold on, bitch. Somebody outside my window getting cussed out. Oh. oh. I know this was like, hold on. Mm-hmm. She I'm said, you motherfuckers, y'all niggas can get the fuck on that hell. I was like, what? Well, I just heard you niggas can get the fuck on. And then hell, I was like, oh, bitch. Okay. I'm surprised my name ain't so, um, she, she usually be hollering. She must have left. You talking about your clog dancing team? No. That international. Not them upstairs. I'm talking about the Jamaican lady next door. They be yelling at that nigga that live with her. What is she be yelling about? Because apparently the nigga that live there, I don't know if that's her nephew, her son. Her, I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. But apparently, whoever the fuck he be bringing over, she do not fuck with. And he, the other day, like literally every day, she be hollering. But the other day, she was like, I don't fuck with that bitch. I said, she don't fuck with the bitch. Stop bringing the bitch to her house. <laughs> leave the bitch where she lives. <laughs> Y'all just need to leave him a note. Just like, this is from the neighborhood. Whoever this bitch is that she don't stop fuck with, please stop bringing her around here. He don't, because... And then she get real Jamaican and be all kinds of mother skunts and all kinds of shit. I'm like, all right, she don't fuck with this hoe. Stop bringing this hoe over to her house. I'm on her side. I'm about to fight the hoe for you. Because she, she don't. I mean, honestly. Because her it's kitchen. Like, it's time for you to go, sir. Her kitchen connects to my bed. Like, the wall of her kitchen is the other side of my bedroom wall. So if I'm sitting here, I hear all this shit. I'd be like, she don't fuck with the bitch. Stop bringing the bitch over. Like, just leave no, that is awful. That is awful. Not when he ain't that there. That is she, awful. You, the funny thing is, if he's not there, you don't hear her. She quiet, not disrespectful kind. Yeah, she's, she's a very pleasant woman when he's not there. You I mean, you need to leave her a note saying. You walk in, get her a copy of that Vivian Green song about the pond's facial cloth. They just leave it at her door with a note saying, Get that nigga out. I think I I feel like that's her son or something, and it's like his girlfriend. I don't know 100% because I've never seen the nigga. You just know know the nigga exists. Yeah, because I mean, he'll never say nothing back. I just that's why I think it's like her son or her nephew or something because he never says anything back. Both he just stayed there. Both of 
both seen the nigga, but I've never seen this nigga. I like I've seen her because she'll knock on the door sometimes and like she'll bring stuff over for the kids and shit. But oh yeah, I don't. I've never seen this nigga. <laughs> that poor woman. That poor woman. <laughs> he be stressing her the fuck out, and I need him to leave her alone. <laughs> right, especially when the only thing that anybody wants is just peace and quiet. She just wants to be in her house and make her sort fish and want y'all to leave this bitch where she lives. Like, stop bringing that bitch to her house. That's all she asks for. Like, that's literally it. But like, that's dead this, ass literally it. Let's wrap up this episode and then we'll call this we'll call it and finish the season on the next one because this is a long episode. <laughs> this is, bitch. And I'm, you see my eyes. You see I'm like slowly dying. <laughs> Which I am slowly melting. Like that coffee has gone, and now I just feel like a lump. I feel like a greasy brown lump. Okay. So, also at the fashion show that we only got two pictures from, we get the biggest fight of the season. Whipped the whole fucking wig out. All the tracks were just hanging. Just all of them. Montel, Montel beat that girl out of her wig, and I felt so and bad. Ivy Park, the the ripped her whole ass Ivy, <laughs> Ivy Park, and that's the sweater I wanted. And they were sold out down at the top shop. So. <laughs> okay, so Lauren walks in. Lauren walks in. She walked um, in and we find right. out. Mama came in and her ass. She walked in ready to fight. Right. Well, she walked in ready to fight because um, Gardini went back to Lauren about what they were talking about at the facial Mm -hmm. place. So Montel didn't... Yeah. Well, Montel was mad because Lauren had hung up on Montel off camera. Yeah. Um, And there was that whole, like, putting your boyfriend... Because she was having this conversation about putting the cast to work with Montel. And then Lauren asked... Right. And Montel felt some way, and I, you know, I understood it. I didn't, I didn't think it was enough to beat a bitch out of wig for, but I I understood it. The Abby Park sweater for it, but you also, the bitch also could have left your boyfriend out of this. This bitch also could have left your boyfriend out of this, like dead ass. Mm -hmm. Also, can we talk about the that old? I think that old person in the gray that sat there at that table the whole time. Did not move a muscle. I thought I was the only person that saw that person. I was like, so you can see this whole ass fight in heaven. That is the right, and you can see my business was a person. (laughs) Uh huh. Uh huh. And it, you can see when they realized it went from oh ha ha ha, this is um just just for the camera to. Oh shit! These niggas about to fight. These like you can dead ass like one moment where that face go from a smile to a oh shit, and then continues to sit there. Just the whole thing did not move a muscle, Mm-mm. not if a single I'm, muscle. Literally, if I'm a man, my business is a person. That is that nigga right there. <laughs> like dead ass, whole ass for real. Lauren throwing money up in the air. Eric gets Which, involved in for some reason. <laughs> It's just disrespectful and also really silly. Like, why are we throwing money? Like, it's just wasteful. Also, how does that prove anything? You threw and it was one. Like, right? How does that prove anything? That doesn't prove how much money you have. No, 
That's but it's also just stupid. But also, don't throw money in my face, bitch. I'll beat your ass for that. Also, just because I have just don't throw your money. That. Like I've gotten into a fight because somebody threw money at me. I've I've literally gotten into a fight because of that. Honestly, same. Because bitch, don't don't, don't do that shit. Like don't do that shit. <laughs> See, I'm the type that I would just like if I was in a strip club, I would put the money in the stripper's hand. Like I, no, I throw money. I'm not throwing money at nobody. I, well, I throw money on a stage. I throw money at the strip club, but that's also the culture I ain't of the money strip anybody. club. That's the culture of the strip club. So I. It just makes me club, uncomfortable. But don't throw. I don't throw it on any person. I just throw it on the stage. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not throwing it on a person. <laughs> not throwing a stack of one in that a bitch face. I've seen niggas do that shit. And I'd be like, like, are you stupid? Like, what? This nigga last time was in the strip club. This nigga threw a whole, like, still, like, grabs. Like, 51. Like, just threw that shit. I'm like, what the fuck was the purpose? This nigga's stupid. This nigga is an idiot. He just threw a It was a banded stack of 51s. This one of the Bitches in the face with wads of money. She stopped dancing and looked like, what the fuck? more efficient for the dancer in, as far it's as the not, ability to collect money. This thing is angry. He about to get kicked out the fucking club. Like, why would you do that? Why, why would that you do choice? that? slight side note for like people in high school that I knew that ended up dancing that I hated I always wanted to go to the clubs with quarters like rolls no. <laughs> throwing at them no. <laughs> I mean, this nigga, I it's making it rain making it hell this nigga I <laughs> 
I'm going to beat this bitch on stage. He's out of your little bitch. I'm tired. Your nigga ain't shit. Your nigga ain't shit. That is rude. He was trash. Because he was drinking anal antibiotics like a dummy. <laughs> He's rude booing the dancer. He, he definitely booed the bitch. Like, <laughs> she also was wearing a camo tank top with a matching thong, so clearly she don't make good choices. But uh-uh. <laughs> she done went down to the rainbow and got that damn little I lingerie mean... sleep set. What did Ronnie say? You gotta use what you got to get what you want. Well, maybe all she had was the camisole. And no ass. It wasn't a camisole, bitch. It was a tube top. A tube top. <laughs> I bet you said camo. No, a camo print tube top. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant camisole, that camo print. No. It was camouflage print oh. with the matching print thong. Well, you know, use what you got to get what you want. That's all she, she had. Kitten heels. She's stripping heels. I would have booed her ass too if I was drunk enough. <laughs> did anybody tip her? Somebody did. It was mostly that knew her though. Okay, her regular. She was talking about the other bitch that wasn't there, and I was like, but she not here, so we're talking to you about your toe. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted Cheyenne. Instead, they got Cheryl. They wanted the one black girl that worked in the club, because everybody else was white. <laughs> With no ass. You could see the whole string of the thong, girl. The whole ass string of the thong just there. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Let's let's wrap this up and Jalen and her fucked up ass Ivy Park. That's really it. On the floor, they go fighting down the hallway. Know, I don't know how Montel was able to get all them shots off in that tight ass shirt without popping a button. Yo, <laughs> did you see? Um, I know, right? No, that was a good stretch. That was a good sweatshirt. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see the dude that was trying to break them up and they just clobbered his ass? Yes, they just said, "Fuck what you talking about." Like I, well, like I had to watch it again because I didn't even think they hit each other. I thought they just mainly okay. hit him. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, I feel bad for that little production boy. Was he was probably just there to help out. It was like it was. Like he was just dead ass there trying to be a good friend, get punched in the face two different ways, kicked in the chest. I've got a poor woman's wig on. <laughs> also, how was Jalen's hair done? Because she has said, I'm sorry, Lauren, because she has said she had just got her hair done the day before. That quick weave. Was that a quick weave? Because yeah, I was looking like, for a stocking cap. And I was like, did she just glue this shit to her hair? Like, yes. is it 2005 again? That was a quick weave. That's why. That That's what I thought. So easy, and it was one. It was a single track. That's how you know it was a quick weave. That's what I thought. That's why the shit came. Stop saying that was a wig. That was a fucking quick weave. That's why that shit came out so easy. That shit looked bad. Mm-mm. It looked bad. And the funny thing is, it was so. It happened so quick. I don't even know how the bitch hair was styled to begin with. Well, it was just long. But I mean, I'm, she had the hoodie on the whole time. I'm guaranteeing you, it was. It was very, very long with a very blunt bang, 
and just <laughs> probably honestly probably probably that was way too damn thick that shit looked like you a niggas in this <laughs> she even had the little white pad in the back of her like god damn that was the that's the 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 tissue paper that the girls put to to start it so that it's not on their edges oh okay yeah oh sure mama's bang was thicker than a chris brown album it was just thick (laughs) uh uh Well, mine tell Chris Brown coming out of jail. <laughs> uh, I almost said something tasteless, like speaking of Chris Brown, Montel. We're not speaking of Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> well, Montel and Lauren end up fighting. Uh, Lauren and Montel end up fighting. They get separated. Lauren's track is following her and her Ivy like Park is really hanging on. My Little Ponytail. That track was just holding on by their life. Just a, a 26-year-old. Sure <laughs> well, and Cameron, it was it was kind of sad, too, because the whole reason why she was there is because Cameron invited her in the hopes that Montel and Lauren can work it out. And it That's just not went. That's what that was. Well, probably. Well, what he says is the hopes of them working out. Probably it was production be like, Cameron, you need to make sure that Lauren's at this. Make sure Lauren gets here. And production got a little bit more than they, uh, well, a little bit more than they could handle. They wasn't ready for it. No, nobody was ready for it. Um, We don't really see much of it. Truly, we don't know who won the fight. We just saw. Really, we just see Lauren's hair fucked up. Um and the dude with the locks getting beat up by the of them. That's really it. Yes. So the person who lost the fight was the production assistant who was trying that to break. That's exactly them. who lost the damn fight. That's who we could see clearly. And that pretty much wraps up that episode. Shout out to that bitch that uh sat there in the grave. She said, I will not be moved like a tree standing by the water. I shall not be moved. <laughs> She said, I will not be moved from my place, my time. This is my destiny. This is my space. I came here Mom to work on this. Like she, had a plate. she sure did. She said, you know what? I woke up this morning. I spoke to the Lord. The Lord told me to sit right here at this two-top table right by myself and not to move all day, no matter what. Let the faith of a mustard seed guide you. And I said, yes, I should have do you know that. that? Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this with you. I'm going to bed. I think in a former life, I was a pastor. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like for real, I was in former life, I was a pastor. I'm done. That kind of shit just comes very, like, too easily. <laughs> so, that was season one in the first two episodes of season two of Chasing yes. Um, It has been a wild-ass ride. And it only gets worse. If so y'all just still here, thank you. I don't know why the fuck y'all stayed this long, but thank you very much. Because <laughs> they probably like doing laundry, That's cleaning right. the house. We're great back. We're good duties. We great background noise. We're just good background noise. <laughs> but we'll be back 
with the, the rest of season two and then on to something else each show we're gonna try to give two episodes to kind of break up the so it's not like a six hour ass podcast oh my god yes because so, trying to do this was a bad idea yeah we'll be back with the rest of season two on the next episode so come back bye <laughs>